myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back to the True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Happy Tuesday. Happy February. Uh, thank you for joining us. I'm glad you've joined us. If you want to show how glad you are for making me glad that you joined us, just give us a quick thumbs up if you can. Subscribe so you could join us in the chat. I feel like we got a lot to get to. I mentioned NFL rookies yesterday, and I promise, I promise we will discuss those by the end of today. Or I don't know what I'll do. Um, anyway, some round ball. We'll talk some whatever else. And I still, come on in, Scoop. I, I, we'll get to it later, but I, I, I can't quite get over just how bad Patrick Mahomes was. Yeah. Oh, that's what you want to open with. You want to dump on Pat well, no, right no, away. Just, no, we'll, no, no. We'll, 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 uh, there's plenty of time. We'll, we'll get to him. Uh, don't fret. But first things first, how you feeling? I'm feeling all right. Tom Brady's gone officially. It's, it's all oh, right. Oh, we'll get to that. It's oh, all right. we'll, oh, listen, we'll get to that. Uh, first, I want to, if you could pull up the uh, the CNN. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Link that I sent you. Mm-hmm. I want to say, like, today is it's February 1st. Of course, it's the, it's the first day of Black History Month. And I was torn. Like, I, I knew that I wanted to acknowledge it some way on the show, but mm-hmm. I didn't know how. Did I want to, like, put something on the board that I want to give like a fact at the beginning, but then I didn't want it to turn into like a, did you know that Rosa Parks was like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like as within it, I feel like the best thing, just have like a conversation about it. I'll, I'll ask you and I'll ask the chat. I'm just curious into where everybody grew up. Like what, what was black history month to you? Like I know, I feel like grade school is really the only time this kind of, yeah mattered but what i'm just curious like what was your experience um i it was it, I, it's hard to remember that far back for me but i remember in high school it, it was kind of like a long time we didn't really like do that much for it you know but right. but then in high school i had a teacher miss redlinger who was like very like outspoken about like issues that other teachers wouldn't be you know and then mm-hmm. then we we had like that year we we took it really seriously and learned a lot of stuff that just we we like weren't told didn't learn growing up right that yeah that's really what I wanted because I feel like any fact I could get I feel like those are the ones people already had like you know Martin Luther King and all that mm-hmm. stuff yeah. so I was curious yeah that that's what do you remember what, what grade was that like when you the the teacher um, uh, they took it seriously probably like. T- ninth 10th grade we would have been in high school so yeah okay. around ninth 10th grade yeah see williams and i feel like this was honestly a lot of people is that every february we just colored in a picture of mlk that's the same thing chris said like i feel like that was just kind of what a lot of people did what a lot of schools did aiden said predictably new in new zealand we didn't learn anything about black history although we did learn a lot about how our ancestors exploited natives in new zealand i, I mean that's history for sure um i i do remember in grade school i made a poster about martin luther king jr okay but i i i think my i my teacher was like we were were supposed to do any famous person and that's who i chose and they were like why did you choose him and i was like 
well, he was like really important. And they were like, okay. They, they were, all, right, all right. They were like, right. everyone else did athletes. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, I can't, you said she was yeah, someone important. I was like, all right. Um, I mean, I don't know. It was, that was, it was very weird. I did not expect to be called out for that, but I was called out. I mean, I don't... yeah. Well, listen, the, uh, the, 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 <laughs> The road less traveled for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, David says my high school coach uh, would take the team to our local Black History Museum. It definitely opened my mind. Dylan said we watched the "I Have a Dream" speech. That was kind of it, sadly. Terrence from Memphis said for me it was yearly trips to the Civil Rights Museum, um, which I would like to get to. I've still never been to Memphis. George says he's a, from a super white area in upstate New York. Uh, just going forward, George, when you say upstate New York. I do the super white man, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, I yeah, kind yeah. of uh, you don't you know have to I mean? attach um, them. <laughs> yeah, we we, we got. Um, now you said we basically just taught MLK. That's what I feel like it was a lot of Martin Luther King. Colin said they covered slavery, civil rights. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, Ryan says the same. There's a lot. Yeah, MLK Rose. I feel like I've seen the same three or four names, which all very important, but there's so much more than those three or four names. Yeah, like I watched that that movie Judas and the Black Messiah that came out last year. Yeah, that was a great movie. Great movie, and I didn't learn about any of that in school. Like, yeah, at I, any I, point. I, I can see why you wouldn't. Uh, yeah, like the 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 dope stuff. They don't want you to learn about yeah. Fred Hampton. Uh, like he was twenty one when they killed Fred mm-hmm. Hampton was twenty one years old. That's how scared they were, and like that's the. There's so much to it. I guess I should give my experience. Like growing up, it was just always it's something that my my parents, particularly my mother, just instilled in us. Like it wasn't February was definitely Black History Month, but we learned it all year round. So February was it was like a nice refresher course. Um, yeah. But like even as I went through school, I was never like always did just not that good. I just wasn't interested in history the way they told it because it was the same Mm -hmm. white countries the same white stories but the only way i could like do well enough in school was i had like in my mind i had to picture like black history stuff when this other stuff would happen yeah i was like okay so okay jfk got killed before malcolm x okay like that's just the only that's the only way i could put stuff into reference Um, Uh uh-huh if that makes sense so it was all just in in church and just the people around us it was always a thing but i growing up i realized how rare that was i feel like a lot of people maybe not a lot of people had that experience uh that i did yeah i mean it's like people people act like racism ended when slavery ended but it's like very it's like very close to like when schools were still segregated we're like closer to that than we are to oh by far solving all the problems you know so it's like i i don't know it's like this is how just for reference how close this stuff is in like history like uh you mentioned like segregation Mm -hmm. my mother was supposed to go to an elementary school that was going to be integrated black and white kids for the first time and i think it was the night before she was supposed to go into either kindergarten i think it was maybe first grade um somebody burned the school down Somebody burned the school down so the black kids and the white kids wouldn't go to school together. Again, that wasn't a hundred years. Like you were saying, it's close. That was my mother, mm-hmm. right? Not my great, great, not 1852. My mother was supposed to go to a school like that that was burned down. So yeah, it definitely, uh, yeah, it, it didn't just 
I think people think like slavery ended and all the racists were just like, you know what? That we, we had a good run. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like we we gave the old college try. And it's um, like, no, they just got their yeah. roots in different worse ways, yeah, it just, you know. It just transitioned. And which leads to this today. Um this is the first thing I want to talk about. I said more than a dozen HBCUs, historically black college universities, get bomb threats on the first day of Black History Month. And if you'll scroll down a little bit, some, I, I think they're still updating this because they're still, some got, uh, I believe it was four or five yesterday. It's like. And then, yeah, it's up to like a dozen. It's like today. every school. It's really like creepy and weird and gross. It feels like coordinated, you know? It's It has to be, right? Because yeah. again, I don't, I don't know how many schools they've got to. There's just not that many HBC, just as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so if you like, they've called twelve, and the one th- I don't know how true it is. It was saying like people were mentioned like twelve thirty p.m. Like I think all the same were mentioned like twelve thirty p.m. So which is coming up. So I'm hoping that it seems like all these are being taken seriously, which yeah. is a good thing. Like, people are being evacuated. It's not like ah, it's, it's probably just talk, mm-hmm. um, which is good. But again, like this, it it lets you know it, it doesn't go anywhere. And I was saying, like, Black History, I didn't know how much it meant to people, like, once you get out of grade school. But clearly, it means a lot to somebody, right? They didn't choose January 31st, February 1st to hit HBCUs as an accident. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Like, that wasn't... uh... No, they're clearly mad about something, and it's, I mean, it's gross. I mean, it says all the calls were received around the same time. Like, like 3 a.m. they started calling. So it's like... I heard some three, I heard some six, so like some very early warnings. And to an extent, I wonder, I don't know what's real, what's copycat, mm-hmm. but clearly there, yeah, clearly there's something coordinated. Now I, I'm just so worried. It's like, if they, was this a thing to be like, Hey, look over here while we're doing something else. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, I mean, to wake up, imagine what kind of sicko has to wake up at 3am to call something like that. Like, that's just. Like and and again, it's one of those things. Like these, like I said, Tougaloo, Mississippi, Morgan State, Jackson State, Jackson, Mississippi. These aren't even. It's not. Like he's hitting all the the HBCUs in New York and L.A. and mm-hmm. all of that. No, he's just they. I should say Kentucky State. Uh, he, she, they, whoever is in charge of this, is it's just very important. And it, I don't know. It's just. I I don't. It's sad, man. It's just really sad. That it's like we're. It, it it's twenty twenty two. Yeah, and it feels right. like it's following like a tide, you know, like someone in um Connor Jameson said there were literal Nazis out and proud the other day. Yeah. Definitely. Like I don't know where that was, but they were like protesting something and there were just like guys talking about, Oh yeah, I'm a Nazi, blah that's my Nazi it, homies, like Well and I think that's kind of the thing. Like I don't I didn't hear that, but it doesn't surprise me. Like where was it? It could be anywhere. Like, it kind yeah. of doesn't matter. Like it could yeah. be anywhere. It doesn't even like matter the of, location. Yeah. It's in America. That's all that yeah. matters. It, 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 I feel like it's kind of a thing where the <laughs> the South really got that rep, and it's like, oh no, we don't do that stuff up north uh, or out west. And it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, no, they do but, it just as much. It's, yeah, Splippy said this was definitely organized uh, organized on a four chan three. It, it like it had it was some there's some type of cord uh, uh coordination here. I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I I saw I saw an article. It might have been it might have been the New York Times or something. It was about an FBI agent who had if infiltrated the the these like 
organizations like the Nazi ones. And he said, mm. like, they're, like, firmly rooted in the police and everything Absolutely. at this point. And it's like... Absolutely. When you see this kind of stuff called in, you have to wonder, is the call going to someone that's on that person's side and just is going to ignore it? That's a good it? point. Listen, is it coming from someone on that side who know they won't be... Tra- like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I think it's a good point. Like, it's... I think it's been proven that, like, if you look at the decline mm-hmm. of the... Like, the popularity of the KKK as we know it, and the increase of the police force as we know it, there's a direct correlation. Like again, these people didn't, like I said, the, the, they didn't just it didn't just die with them. They just had to find a different way to do it. So yeah, it mm-hmm. went into uh, law enforcement. It went into the legal system where you see routinely people that look differently get punished very differently for the same exact crimes. Yeah, for the same exact if it even gets that far. Um, so yeah, this stuff is still very, very alive, and well. Um, Joe Churro, it was yep. It was a Rolling Stones article. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I, yeah, like Aiden said, it was, it was a lot of cops. How many people will be seeing like a prominence or some kind of status that it's like, oh, they were tied to the January six stuff. Like these are people with like real, and even if it's not on a legal, judicial this side of it mm-hmm. understand that these are your your hr managers that are deciding who's getting hired and fired these are your people that work in banks deciding who gets loans these are people that live next to you these are the people that are in your family like you know what i'm saying that's where it's like this stuff it doesn't die out uh it has to be stomped out errat- like i don't, I don't know what to say. it doesn't die out on its own we've seen that yeah so i i just like Personally, I just I don't know what to what to do. Like, it it just seems overwhelming at times. You know how much how much bad shit there is in the world. Very Definitely. overwhelming. It, it it's a lot. Um, and again, this is you and I saying this like from the comfort of our like you know what I'm saying yeah. we're not on these we're not on these camps. So you know what I'm saying. Imagine mm-hmm. what it's like for these people who kids who literally woke up and it's like, well, I. I'm 2,000 miles away from, like, if I have to, I don't know where to go, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, what else am I supposed to do? Yeah. And even then, do you, are they waiting to see where people evacuate? Like, you, I feel like you, it, it's sick, but you have to ask it just because that's how this stuff plays out. And like Aiden said, yeah, these are the people that vote. They live next to us, and they work next to us, and their vote counts the same as ours. And they're calling in fucking bomb threats to H- <laughs> like to HBC, like... I don't know. I don't. I, I. I don't have a. Uh, I wish I had like a nice bow to wrap on this kind. Con- like I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think these are still rolling in. So this is not like a. I'm glad they caught the people. This is all over and done. I can only say you know hoping everybody's staying safe. Again, it does seem like they're taking these seriously, but I just know from the time I'm looking at it now to the time I looked at it this morning, there are college, there are more universities on here that weren't. Yeah, so, like spell sure. yeah, I didn't Spellman here. I didn't know Spellman got one. So I don't know. I don't know. It's it, it's 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 a joke. Uh Boylex said he worked for a federal agency in Georgia where his uh, co-workers routinely didn't file minority applications for farm financial assistance. Yeah. Like that that that's what I mean why it 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 infiltrates every single level. Every single level, because become, if I can't control it legally or judicially, then I'll control, you know, who works in my establishment or who can come into my establishment or who 
who feels comfortable in my establishment. Yep. I should say. Um, and A Money said, I think that's the most disheartening part. It's like they do it all knowing that they're not going to get in trouble. Yeah. That's, I think that's that's the most disheartening part uh, like, to me. There's no punishment for having these <laughs> shitty beliefs. And if you like, if you shame, shame someone like that, um, I mean, I know on Twitter you try to shame someone like that. They just have five of their dipshit buddies jump in to defend them. It's that's exactly yeah. It's like there's just, no yeah. I don't. It used to be. I don't know if it was shame. I think. I mean, it, I, all these people are cowards. Truly, is really yeah. what it is. I think it took yeah. so long. It's like it, it's fine to do. People felt that way, but once everybody came out with a a, a maga hat or whatever it was, whatever your I don't notifier. Yeah, was. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and so it's like, yeah, no, this is terrible. You can't think that way. Why can't he think that way? It's like, no, we're not having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, you hate you hate Jewish people or whoever it is you hate. We're not having this conversation. Yeah, it's like I'm not even um, gonna give you the time of day. Yeah, it turned into like a. It's like, well, can we just agree to disagree? No. Yeah. No. Like, we can, like no. on this, like, listen, you like the. Uh, you like the Red Sox? I like the Mariners. Agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. You a uh, you a state guy? Me, I like I like pizza. Agree to disagree. If you think uh, homosexual people shouldn't be allowed to live like anybody else, I can't agree to disagree. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You think it's cool to call in bomb threats to eight? I, I can't agree to disagree on that. And I don't know. Again, there's just I don't, there's no. Or it's like, say, like now we do A, B, and C, and it leads to X, Y, Z. They're, they don't. Yeah, <laughs> like we, it, um, it doesn't because the, the 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 B, C people that we need to get rid of are um, the A people that do control the voting. You know, like yeah, yeah, and uh, like Calvin said, and we'll we'll more uh, jump because I do want to watch that Golden Corral video. Um, so there's tons of stories of home. I feel like I see one every week or so. Uh, homes of black folks being undervalued and the value jumps up if they have a white person standing. Like they they take all their pictures off the wall and put up either white pictures or have a white friend do it. And the offers will go up wow. four and five digits. Like, so it's it's that, I don't know, rooted. Yeah. Like when, it, when, it's, when it's that type of evil, I feel like that's that's rooted. Um, that It's like um what's the word it's like um you have to like reprogram you have to like reprogram people who have been like raised this way by even shittier people than they are you know yeah and it's it's like that's the hard part because i feel like by the time you get to some of these people it's already hardwired you know what i mean like if you're gonna catch somebody's programming you gotta catch it relatively young like like what can you do what can you do if someone's like their formative years teacher is a closeted like racist like right and that's like yeah they just ingrained that into their lesson without you knowing because you're not there. you see what i'm saying and that's when you, when you realize that it, it's like man so they affect what sides of the story they mm-hmm. tell how they tell the story what we like you know what i'm saying what we gloss over what we focus on yep and all that and again the only way i know to Again, fight this is because they are cowards. It's it's like if you see something, like say something. I think a lot of times these people do so, like in cowardice. They just they don't think anybody will say anything for the most. Like whether they're trying to like bother a 
like a woman that's alone or a person of color or a gay per- or whoever it is, they do it because they don't think anybody's going to say anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where everybody, that's where we have to come in here. And yeah, with the, I was going to say with the, I mean, with bomb, I don't know what uh, we have to do our part to stop bomb threats. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you there. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we'll start the we'll start the investigation squad. We'll find the guy if they won't do it. Yeah, no. If they if uh, I think Holly Ann, Paul P. Murphy, and Amanda Watts from CNN uh, have started the case, and uh, we may be forced to intervene. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Um, I think it was a good conversation. I'm glad we had this. Um, now can I watch the Golden Corral? Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Now we can watch the Golden Corral brawl. Now the reason for the season. Um, the reason we're all here. Apparently there was a uh, yeah. I was gonna say there's a little back to, uh, backstory here. If people hadn't seen this from CBS Philly. It says video shows punches being thrown and chairs flying as a massive brawl broke out inside the Ben Salem Golden Corral. A former employee says the fight may have happened after a customer became enraged when the buffet ran out of steak. Matt Petrillo reports. So I want to I want to know about the why how is it a former employee? Yeah, who who somebody who somebody's on the on the outside? Yeah, that they get fired like cuz they Lord. let this happen? All right, let's Yeah, look at this this is a uh a Golden Corral. All right. This is Royal Rumble style. A brawl at the buffet. This is Eyewitness News at 6. It's a brawl at the buffet. News Philly. Hello and good evening, everyone. I'm Yuki Washington. And oh I'm my Jeff God. Kukalia. Friday night out turned into a melee in Ben Salem at a Golden Corral restaurant. Now police oh. are trying to figure out how it all started. Eyewitness News reporter Matt Petrillo is in Ben Salem tonight. Oh, he's Matt. outside. Matt's <laughs> outside. The, he's well, on the scene. man who posted that video online. He says he was told that fight broke out after the buffet here ran out of steak. The buffet ran out of steak. Shared with Eyewitness News shows punches being thrown and high chairs flying as Bro, a fight high chairs are heavy. inside the Golden Corral in Ben Salem Friday evening. Oh ben my Salem God! Police confirm the brawl may have involved more than 40 people. Dude, they're screaming like the Titanic's going down. Among some customers, officers are still looking into what caused the argument. I've never seen nothing like that in in Golden Corral before. Logic this man who leave. used to work at the Ben Salem Golden Corral says he was told here's, by here's a rat. employee about the initial altercation. From what I heard, it was over steak. Um, apparently somebody cut in line. His friend heard the same detail. Oh, cut in there line. There was a shortage of steak. Uh-huh. And, yeah, two parties, like, were involved. Take a close listen, and a man can be heard saying, all I wanted was some steak. <laughs> Golden Corral wouldn't answer our email asking if a lack of steak caused Look the Look at melee. just the shot of just the clean Golden Corral in the distance. Golden Corral franchise <laughs> wrote in a statement, thankfully no serious injuries have been reported. The safety of our guests and co-workers is our top priority. Oh my God. Meantime, people oh, we dude, showed he the video that like a catapult. the customers. Not respect for people or for oh, property. Yeah, they found the oldest white lady they could find. People would even do that in a public place when there's children around. Our community should be safe for families. At Golden and Corral. <laughs> the Golden Corral needs to be safe. The person who started that food fight, but say the person could face several charges, including... Oh, they're calling it a food assault. fight. Live in Ben Salem, Matt Petrillo, CBS 3 Eyewitness News. I'm glad Matt got through the thick of it.
Uh, oh man, Matt Matt could have Matt could have caught a stray there. I mean, that was listen, those high like you know how sturdy those high chairs are. I mean, it was hitting him in the right in the back of the neck. They're like they're taking a bump like listen, wrestling. <laughs> listen, the whole point of those high chairs is to be sturdy enough that a child can rock back and forth and not fall down. They're not to be thrown over like a garbage can. Look at this. I, 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 the, the, the women, you can hear the women in the background screaming at the top just, of their lungs. Just shriek. I like this guy in the green pullover. He's looking like he just wants to get, he's like, he kind of wants to, he's like, man, I. He's like, man, uh, if, if one of these hits me, I'm jumping in. I'm going to do yeah, it. Yeah, like, I don't, yeah, I just tag me in, tag me in. Uh, it's so, it's it's awesome how serious the reporter is outside. Like he's like stinging the rafters. We got to. Uh, I need. I want Tony Romo and Jim Nance to see this footage. But the look at the lady in the yellow. She's running with the chair to slam yeah, it down. Just, <laughs> I like the the chair up and like just looking for some like somebody's gonna get it. Um, oh my god oh there we go I mean they're whipping them they're just they're hitting the lights off the ceiling this is here comes cricket glasses <laughs> yeah forget the Ben Salem Golden Corral so, says he was told by a current employee so he wait, so he's a former employee what I heard it was why would they have been something happen um, you just immediately Dylan somebody cut in line His you won't believe what happened details. you have to tell you the news what? Yeah, you won't believe. You won't believe what happened at work. <laughs> yeah, oh, there goes a table, Jim. What do you think? What do you think happens here? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, that that guy. <laughs> that guy looked like the guy from Ninety Day Fiance, the small guy. He, it looked just like him. In the red shirt. Yeah, the red shirt. It looked just like I him. Think, uh, in, doesn't that, don't they shoot in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania? Yo, was that actually him? Don't they shoot? There's, if I'm not mistaken, there's no way he was actually there. Got a little. I love. I love that shot right there. Like they just had to get there a little early or a little late of just the clean. Dude, dude that's that him. That man right there. That's him. That's him. That's, hold on. I think he walked. Yeah, I think he walks through. Let it. There. Oh, okay. I, okay. I think that's yeah. I thought he walked through, but that that's the closest we get. That's him. That's that dude, man. Dude, that's him for sure. That is that man. There's only one person that looks like this in the world, and it's the guy. It's Big Ed. Big Ed was at the Golden Corral. I think we've. Do we call like the Ben? I mean, I don't. I ain't no snitch, but this was a public ruckus. You saw that old white lady. She was disgusted. Yeah. No I, neck head. Dude, what if Ed Ed thinks he's a superstar? He cuts the line at Golden Corral. Oh, you think that's okay? Yeah. The guy's yeah. like, I just wanted some steak. And Ed said, Eddie boy doesn't wait in line. Yeah. This, One side. There's the shot right there outside the restaurant. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. th that looks like it's inside after. Dude, this is. They're, they're, they got the camera between the blinds inside. I think they're outside. <laughs> they're, getting between, like, the, they're getting like the. Uh, a bottle of A1 steak sauce was found dead at the scene. <laughs> uh, at a Golden Corral outside Ben Salem. This might have been a setup, man. Yeah, what if it was a setup for Big Big Ed? Like they're filming something for Big Ed, like in the series, and he's like, "They oh, got a new God. season coming out." Oh God, like, oh. it's hell at the Golden Corral. Yeah, <laughs> it starts the season before the season even starts. Ed finds himself in some legal trouble. <laughs> they said all I can eat. 
I want all I can eat. Uh, he's just going crazy in there. I just wanted a steak, damn it. <laughs> America, this is America, no? This is not America. Um, the man was reported as yelling at staff that this was America. Um, he would not... He launched that Dude, shit. That throw, that throw is insane. It hit the ceiling. <laughs> it hit the look. Play that look. It hit the it hit the gather sign. When someone threw it right back. I think they caught it and threw it back. Look. Boom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they caught it and threw it back at him. This is this is like the sickest game of dodgeball. I, Hold on. Under that lady's jacket, her shirt looked a little red. You know what I mean? Ooh. Dude, she's, you know what I mean? Oh, she's got she's got the the Trump shirt on. Absolutely. Think, yeah, you know what I mean? The shades too. Yep, you could tell with the glasses. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's I mean, this guy this I Buzz Cutterson, he's mm, just Yeah. This that's a big ass golden corral like a like a ski lodge or something. It's like a mall. It's like the it's the largest golden corral in the world. <laughs> it's 400 uh at 50,000 square feet, the size of four football fields. <laughs> I heard they go through a, a, a wash, entire wash bucket of potatoes every hour. That's what I heard. Okay. I think the reason this fight happened is because when you walk into such a spacious area, you say, yeah, I could throw some stuff around in here. I, too spacious. It's too big. You need to I think get it closer together. They won't want to fight them. It's a ceilings thing, right? Like, there's just so... It's only so much ruckus you can cause in, like, a place with, like, eight-foot ceilings. You know what I yep. mean? You can't even do, like, a full... St- you couldn't even raise a, an entire baby stool over your head. <laughs> if, um, if I can get on the table and still lift my chair above yeah. my head, that's not it's good. It's too high. I imagine they have, like, a... <laughs> oh, this might be a lane for us. We're not. It's not, like, health inspector... But you get to go inside a business and like stand on a table and run the tape measure, and it's like, Ooh. this is this is six inches too high. A man could hold a, a a table over his head here. You're gonna have to either raise these tables or lower that ceiling. <laughs> Put the tape up. You won't be serving any beers in here until that is fixed. There's not gonna be a single corral done in this building until you <laughs> break down these walls a little bit. I would. Uh, I love the uh, Matt just hanging outside, just talking to whoever would talk. Yeah, yeah. He was just like, "Hey, do you hear there was a big fight at the Golden Corral? What do you yeah. think?" And they're like, he just kind of says it out loud to nobody in particular. <laughs> oh, that was wasn't that something? A fight in the Golden Corral? The lady's like, "I think it's terrible," and he's like, "How terrible?" <laughs> uh, and she just, this is just an unreal. I wish someone would have swung from the lights and tried to like kick someone. That would have been good. <laughs> I think it was gonna be this guy. I think he was there. I don't know. Something something's something's awry. I just how are they at his house and he's a former employee, you know? Like he's not at yeah. the Golden Corral. Well, I feel like normally they would just do like a an employee told us, but they didn't want to be seen. It just shows like their shoes yeah. or something. And you just say, I mean, I, the next thing I do, they do a chair. I don't know what was going on. 
They just show the shoe. They don't go to uh, Dylan's house. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't understand. No. Uh, yeah, Boylake said, no way all those lights survive. I heard there were there were definitely some uh, yeah. casual, some light casualties. Yep. Oh, I, imagine being the employee that's got to clean that up. I quit. I wouldn't even do it. Oh, I, quit. I would 100% quit. Like, that would be... Like, even during this fight, I think I'd be one of those, like, they're probably going to ask me to clean this. Like, I'd just go home during the fight. Oh, yeah. When no one's paying attention, just, I'm walking out the door. Maybe, the, ooh, maybe that's why he's former employee. He wouldn't clean up. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. They give you, I feel, you, you got you to gotta connect the dots. They yep. give you the dots. We yep. connect the dots. Yep. Um, yeah, like Jacob said, Dylan is scheming. He's like, I, he knew all the details. He was like, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I wasn't there. I'm hearing that a, a gentleman between 5'7 and 5'9 uh, pontificated that there was approximately no more stake at 1.32 p.m. at the Ben Salem Gold Corral. But I can't really call it, man. I haven't worked there in a couple weeks. I heard from a guy who worked there before <laughs> and still knows a guy that worked there who told yeah, me. Yeah, I heard from yeah, I know. I, I, I used to date the assistant manager, man, and she said it was a, she said it was a real chaos fast down there, man. So it got a little crazy at work today. <laughs> they asked me if I wanted to come back. I said no thank you i want to go to journalism school only for the part like only for like this part i don't want to do the part where you got to report like jfk dead at 32 um or i don't want to do like there's gonna snow tomorrow i just want to do the part where it's like you have to stand outside you have to sell it to the people like you're just telling them that like the world is on fire right now why would why should they believe you matt why should they believe you that the uh this was over a steak shortage. You you need to you need to be the guy that gets sent to like um foreign countries <laughs> to do the boots on the ground reporting. We're gonna we're gonna send we're gonna send Troll to Ukraine. He's gonna be calling in from the war zone. I just just hold my head. I might just get blown. <laughs> uh... There's gonna be tanks rolling behind him. He's gonna yes. say, don't, "Don't worry about those. I found some friends. I got protection. Don't worry." Give that uh, like the six second. Hey, true, we got you. <laughs> Ima- dude, yeah. yeah, hey, 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 you guys doing out there? Uh. <laughs> Can you guys still hear me? A bomb just went off behind me. I can't hear anything. I, my ears are bleeding a little <laughs> bit, but uh, they said that was just a test. Um, that smell of napalm, they said that should go away within the hour and we should be all permitted to return to our bunkers. I'll send it back to you guys over there uh, across the lake. I'm working on an interview with a man who says he knows the real reason why Tom Brady retired. <laughs> I'm talking to a, a Saddam Efter here um, who did not want to be shown uh, for fear of reprisal from his company. Yeah, Todd told me he was retired, so I ran with the story. <laughs> and then two days later, I'm the bad guy. It's bull. Yeah, like Divine. I'm just at just no crew. Just to try like that lady that got hit by the car. I work I work a solo mission. <laughs> you're you're just the solo. You're, you're the, the fixer, the freelancer. Yeah, I <laughs> I can't be bought. I'm uncompromising. <laughs> uh uh, who do you work for? I'm like I work for uh, I work for myself. Um, wait, so uh, so Tom Brady? Can we show the Tom Brady? Uh, yeah, his thread, the, the, his his Twitter thread where he definitely thanked everybody on purpose and 
this was not a setup at all. This is from at Tom Brady. The first one was just him pointing. In a Bucks jersey. In a Bucks jersey. Then and he, he says he's got some words here. He says, I've always believed the sport of football is an all-in proposition. If a 100% competitive commitment isn't there, you won't succeed. And success is what I love so much about our game. There's a physical, mental, and emotional challenge every single day that has allowed me to maximize my highest potential. And I've tried my very best these past 22 years. There are no shortcuts to success on the field or in life. This is difficult for me to yell at my assistant to write, but here it goes. I'm not going to make that competitive commitment anymore. I've loved my NFL career. And now it is time to focus my time and energy on other things that require my attention. Can we get? A... There, was there more? Oh, there's there was... more. There's like I was gonna say, yeah. Then he... there's like eight pages. Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna read all these, but uh, but yeah, like Bucks teammate, my teammates, my coaches, competition, the fans. Um, to my Bucks teammates, these past two years, love you guys. Blah blah. Uh... Who else does he thank here? To the Bucks fans, of course, to the city of Tampa and St. Petersburg. The St. Petersburg region. Wow. The whole region. Um, so really uh the Glazer family who owns the Bucks. Yeah. Thank you for taking thank you for taking a chance on a uh <laughs> scrappy guy from Michigan. <laughs> yeah, on a on a guy with no resume like me. Um to Jason, I think it's light, he's the Bucks GM, to head coach Bruce Arians, to all the Bucks coaches. So we're still, he's going to start thanking like the individual streets in Tampa Bay. I mean, the next one is, I think we're there. (laughs) Let me see. Okay. To every single Buck staffer, every single one. Um, To Alex Guerrero, who is, wasn't that his shady? uh, Uh, Yeah, that's his trading partner. Yeah, Yeah, his his training, is that what we call it now? His training partner. Yeah. His guru, that's what it is. Yeah. To Don Yi and Steve, I'm guessing those are his agents. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Who else we got? I think everyone has been thanked. Uh, no, to his parents, his entire family, lots of friends, Mr. Popular, to his wife, to his children, all that. He got a kid named Benny. Yep. Benny, Benny and Benny? Benny and Vivi. Vivi. And it, Jack. Vivi Brady. That's a terrible Vivi name. Br- Benny Brady. It's like an old radio host, but wait, uh, wait, they he, were thanked as well. Why he he's speaking Spanish? Yeah, he the Brady family. Uh, oh, you think that's to Alex Guerrero? Oh yeah, maybe he's picked up Alex a little Guerrero. Bit. Yeah, um, he's Cuban Brady now. He's going down to Cuba. <laughs> Tomas, uh, is that the last? Uh, uh, no, we any, st- we got more. We've got two more actually. My playing career. Okay, I'll read these last two. My playing career has been such a thrilling ride. And far beyond my imagination, full of ups and downs. You're in it. Every- okay, I'm not gonna read these. These are very boring. <laughs> um, I'm luckiest part. All right, Lou Gehrig. What else? What's the last or the next one? This is the last one. Okay, here we go. I'll read this one. The future is exciting. I'm fortunate to have <laughs> co-founded incredible companies like Autograph, Brady Brand, TB12, and I continue. I'm excited to continue to help build and grow. But blah 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 with much t- uh, with much love, appreciation, and gratitude, Tom. Um, so you- oh okay, it's Portuguese because of the wife, because of the missus. Oh, I yeah, I don't know anything about Tom's wife. Listen, I if you would have given me a hundred guesses of where Giselle was from, I would I don't know Russia. Like, yeah, her know. name's Giselle um, Bunchen. 
Yeah, I would. I didn't. I, I wouldn't get. I, I, so I, this is why the this is why the chat's here. Would not have. There's oh, she's Brazilian. Oh, um, cool. Well, there you go. So, I don't think I know I've ever I, seen her or known a thing about her in my life. I I know she's a supermodel. I only know her when they. It's like when they're talking about Tom Brady, and they clearly cut to the woman and like three kids in the booth mm, in the top. Yeah, like it's clear, yeah. but I I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. Um. So Tom Brady's out of here. I know of some Patriots fans in here. No New England acknowledgement. Not one. Not Nothing? one. That's. I, I feel like the thing would. Be, I thought he honestly, like, of course, you got to leave some. I th- you thank Kraft and you thank the city, all your teammates, but you don't thank Belichick. I figure. I thought that would be like the move. Um, yeah. But not, nothing. Nothing at all. See, some would say some would say that's because he's retiring from Tampa. He already said goodbye to the Patriots. He already did this for the Patriots. But others would say, why is every Patriots fan posting, oh, I really hope Tom mentions us eventually. Right, yeah. You, you don't think about it at all. Yeah, um, like, I mean, Davey, Davey Ports did an emergency broadcast to say, fuck Tom Brady. So, I mean, it's going great for New England fans. Oh, man. I, I love that Tom Brady knows. Like, again, he's just too... He slash his team, whoever is too oh, well, oh. like... You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like the, now this story is going in every New England. Uh, uh, Dickhead Brady. Yep. Yep. Thanks, Guerrero, not Pat. Um, yep. All, so all, yeah. All the Brady Touché. jerseys about to become Mac Jones jerseys. Maybe they'll light some on fire. That would be cool. Ooh. We just. I feel like we just need one. We just need one Brady jersey on fire <laughs> because we heard like, like, hey, you know what he did for us? He did for us. We'll love him forever. And then he comes along two years later and doesn't mention you on the way out. And yeah. now it's uh, he's dead to us. That's great. I, I, I wonder. So like when you retire, do you have to officially say I'm retiring a Buccaneer or can he say I'm retiring a Patriot? What's well, like I know you can do like the uh the they one do like day the, you sign yeah you sign like a one day to say you officially yeah retire a patriot seems like that's out of the uh yeah <laughs> out is, of I, question I, here now but is that I mean is that gonna piss people off I mean that's I I think the interesting thing will be and I don't for the Hall of Fame it's not like ba- like baseball you going with like the cap a certain cap of a team football is just your bust yeah. But I, if he did this like at the Hall of Fame, oh yeah, he says I'm a Buccaneers Hall of Famer. Ooh. Yeah, like if like if he just carries this grudge for like five, he got to wait five years to be in the Hall of Fame. He'll walk in first ballot. But if he gets there and does the same thing again, it's like and I've got there's one more person I've got to thank, <laughs> Bill, <laughs> my lawn guy. He kept my lawn so great for 22 years. The best grass cutter. I ever had in my life, man. I wouldn't be with, here without you, Bill. Oh, Griffin Cermak says he just posted something on Insta for the Pats fans. Ooh. Oh, what? What the? Can we see Ooh. what he posted? What yeah, the? let's go look. Oh, let's search this. What if it's just his uh, middle finger? Brady Instagram. Let's see. Tom Brady. I think it's just his middle finger. 
No, this is the same thing. This is the same post we already uh, saw. Yeah, he says a screenshotted message from Robert Kraft, and he said, thanks, Pat's Nation. Oh, sick. Oh, wow. Yeah, he no, he really... Uh, he finally he, remembered you guys because he got a text from the old boss. Yeah, he really tipped the cap. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you, hometown athletes. Actually care about you. you couldn't be me, Scoop. That's fact. I'm not falling for it. No, 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 no. Uh, athletes don't really owe fans anything, says Otters. Strong agree. That's true. If only you could tell the fans that. Uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, like yeah, like they, <laughs> the great Bill Plashke for recommending that great restaurant uh, out in LA. I wouldn't. He coached me uh, to a successful dinner. He did, like he didn't. Did he think any teammates by name? No, not a single teammate mentioned by name. I don't think. That's interesting. I mean, like, like not even a Gronk. Like Gronk's like, bro, I was home. I like I came out of this for you. Yeah, he doesn't mention Gronk. That's crazy. Do we think is Gronk done now too? What, what do we think Gronk does? Absolutely. There's yeah, Gronk, no like Gronk, yeah, Gronk didn't come down here to play with. I don't even know. I guess we talk about, the, but I, I don't know. Who, That's their yeah. He didn't come out. <laughs> Kyle Trask, um, yeah. no thanks. Uh, yeah, I'm with Ro. That's way worse than nothing at all. Him just giving like the, hey, thanks, you guys. Um, yeah. Oh, anyways, by like, the way, like I said, Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. Uh, I, I, yeah, but him not mentioning any players, that feels kind of shitty. That's kind of, because even then, like people say he did the thanks to New. I thought he would do, I don't know, like to the guys that helped me win a champion? I don't know, man. Like, we, we won a ring last year, right? Like, 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 I mean, think about how many rings he won with guys like Edelman, Wes Welker, Gronk. Like, mm-hmm. no mention for any of these guys. Let me see. So, uh, who does Tom mention first, AB or New England? I don't know if he ever mentions either of those ever. I guess New England, if he, if he gave him, like, the, hey, thanks, you guy. Um, I guess that technically counts. He'll probably, it'll be a picture of him training with Antonio Brown. So I don't, yeah. they're not out. They're not on the outs yet. They no, just don't work together no. anymore. Um, there's, there's already a movie in the works. Uh, Tom Brady, he's, <laughs> he's writing it and he's expected to star in it. So that's, that's good. I think I want him to star in it, but I want him to play Belichick, not Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I want him to only write Belichick's lines. He doesn't get yeah, to write gets- anyone else's. Um, what's uh, Paul Blart Marcotte? What's that guy? Oh, name? oh, uh, Kevin James. Kevin, J- yeah, Kevin James plays Tom Brady the same way he's playing Sean Payton, and Tom Brady gets to play Bill Belichick. Who plays Kraft though? Ooh, oh, ooh. Who, who do we, who do we think? Let's yeah, let's cast the uh. Oh, what's that? Oh, I can't let's cast the Patriots movie. Who plays Bobby Kraft? Bobby Kraft. I can't remember the guy's name. I don't. Jeez, how do I? How do you? How does anyone remember names of actors, actresses? I don't, I'll never remember anything. Uh, what was he in? Like, or, like, um, he was in Southland Tales, but that's the only movie I know him from. There's no way you've seen uh, that one. Not a chance. Um, so oh, I'll, I'll say this though: just Danny DeVito would be good. DeVito for crap. Sly Stallone is. I think I like Sly Stallone. Yeah, you play football with his organization. <laughs> Martin Sheen, <laughs> I'm going Paul Giamatti, uh, future MLB commissioner Paul Giamatti. Yeah, <laughs> David Spade, David Kevin Spade. Spacey. Ooh, it's John Malkovich. Uh, Adam Sandler's Alex Guerrero. I see that. I could see that. Uh, Paulie Shore. I- no, 
Holy Shore, <laughs> keep him away from our movie. <laughs> Touchdown, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Kevin Spacey is the right kind of guy. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's the right kind of person. I, I, he's kind of done. He's done creepy shit though, so he fits right in. I mean, I might. Method acting. He's not really acting. Yeah, yeah, true. Oh, Gilbert Godfrey plays Robert Kraft. Oh That's my god. I, Robert Kraft. I, can you... I want him fired. <laughs> Steve Harvey is Robert. <laughs> no, I want Steve Harvey to be Bill Belichick. <laughs> you have a What's your ass called? Giant uh, suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, oh, he wouldn't even, he, dude! Imagine Steve Harvey wearing a giant, like a giant uh, gray pullover hoodie instead of a suit. He's just got the the largest hoodie you've ever seen in your life. But still, the cutoff sleeves. Yep, still got uh, the cutoff sleeves. He's been working out for that movie. He, he knows he's gonna be seen. He only calls plays off of like cue cards. Still, like a Family Feud. Just all his play. <laughs> uh, uh, spider why two banana. Uh, yuck, yuck. <laughs> I can't wait till his judge show comes out. Uh, Doctor Phil is craft. Ooh, who plays Antonio Brown? Ooh, Antonio Brown. Um, Brother Walton says Wesley Snipes. I think we we gotta we gotta go a little bit younger. We get we can we can get a, we can get a younger AB who plays AB. Oh yeah, John David Washington. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah, JD Washington plays AB. Um, who else is in the like who all well, makes the Tom Brady story? Like you can't everybody don't get to be in there, but who all There's got to be a Gronk. Who's going to be Gronk? Oh, Gronk. Um, oh. I, I Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll. I think it... <laughs> He's, dude, Nick Kroll is a nerd. He's like, he's like, he's like five foot five. That's why I think it'd be even funnier. He's just spiking the ball and they have to make it look like he's this massive guy, like just blocking and throwing people around. That's why I, I want Nick Kroll. Yeah. He gets the, he keeps the glasses on. Um, oh yeah. Aaron so. Hernandez. Definitely. Def- definitely going to get a part in the movie. You'd think he'd have to. The Rock. I want The Rock to play Aaron Hernandez. It's The Rock's first role where he's not the good guy. Like, he doesn't get the save. Oh, yeah. Um, I wonder if that's a thing for The Rock. Do you think he's, he's got a rule where he, he won't play a bad guy in a movie? I feel like, if I'm not mistaken, Will Smith had something similar. No, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, it's like, if I'm not going to save the day, we, we shouldn't even really waste each other's time. Yeah, uh, I think um who's the other one like that? Oh, Ethan Hawke, but then Ethan Hawke's got a horror movie coming out this year. And mm. people who have seen it were like Ethan Hawke kind of dumb for not doing horror movies his whole career. Like <laughs> it's a very weird thing to be like I won't be the bad guy. I refuse. I refuse. I'll say this though, it could be like a really good long con. True. Like if you like if you're that, or if you're like a, I feel like a lot of like young actresses, maybe not even. I feel like nobody kind of cares anymore. Like back then, it'd be like, no, I will not do nudity. Don't even ask. Blah blah blah. And then later on, they're like, okay. For I think it was Halle Berry was like, all right, all right, for like a million bucks. And they were like, yes, okay, because she built it up all along. She doesn't do so. It could be a long. Uh, yeah, yeah, like it's they, a long con. Yeah, they get older. They're like in their forties, and The Rock's like, "All right, I'll kill some people in the movie now." Yeah, okay, now nah, I'll be the bad guy. Uh, 
Who's ooh Vinny Will? I think Vince Wilfork has to play Vince Wilfork. I don't think there's anybody else that can play. True. Vince Wilfork. Um. Uh oh. LD said we got some breaking news. Oh. Oh. Said uh Brady just thanked Patriots fans. Oh yes, yes. So there's that. Uh, yes. He's like he's like yeah I like to thank uh the Patriots the YMCA Patriots my son's <laughs> soccer team man you, those guys are great they keep me young. Um. Ooh, Vin, Vin Diesel is Aaron Hernandez. Uh, that would be good. I think I like The Rock. Let's see, Ash, Ash Trey from Euphoria plays Kid Brady. Um, I'm almost caught up on Euphoria. Oh, baby. We're, uh, I got, I got, yeah, before we go to, where are we at? We'll talk a little Euphoria. I, I got two episodes left in the newest season, but I've seen a lot of the clips from the newest season, so. I, okay. I feel like I so, know. You watched all of season one. Yep, all of season one. Okay. Yep. And you, yep. it's been four episodes, so you're at episode I'm, two. I'm halfway through episode three. So I'm like, okay, I'm, okay. So yeah. you're, ba- yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. I won't. Oh man, episode three was a good one. Have you have you got to the Oklahoma scene yet? Yes, I've seen the Oklahoma <laughs> scene. That scene is that that's the reason why I started watching the show because I saw that scene and was like, I got to start at the beginning and watch. Listen, this. that is a great, great, great scene. Uh, I feel like, we could, I feel like people, if you watch before, you know exactly what scene I'm talking about. Where, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Cassie comes in. She's like, "What? Why are you dressed like you're in Oklahoma?" You're just like a country, like in a good way or a bad way, bitch. You better be kidding. Yeah, she's uh, yeah, she's <laughs> like, bitch. You better be joking. And she's like, I, why? What do you mean? She's like, just, yeah, what the- <laughs> Why are you dressed like that? Like what? She's like, she's like, she says, why are you dressed like you're in the play Oklahoma? And she, no, no. What does Rue say? We might just have to watch that scene back. Like, I would love to watch it. Yeah. Well, she was like, um. Are you in? Are you in Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah. And it was like, what's Oklahoma? It's like you're not in uh, Lexi Lexi's play. Then why are you dressed like you're in Oklahoma? Yeah, what do you mean? yeah. You look like a country star in a good way or a bad way, bitch. You better be kidding. Like it's so great, good. Great scene. There's the ending scene. I won't spoil it, but the ending scene of the most recent episode is startling, even for a show that is full of startling scene that that is the one thing i kind of don't like about the show is it's fucking brutal at some points like it's a lot all right so uh, I, I pulled up i pulled up the scene so all right here we go can we watch this i'm fine with it but i think it's dice. it's no yeah it's already on youtube and stuff i'm pretty sure so okay i mean maybe we shouldn't maybe we i'll just shouldn't. say yeah murdex maybe we should yeah, okay i don't think we should okay all um, right what all right. say if you watch Euphoria, you know the scene. If you don't, it's worth watching that. Like you don't need context to watch that scene. And that scene, it's like I don't maybe 70. It's not that long. It's just funny. Um Yeah, see Murdoch, you say that, but but I watched an entire like 30-minute recap that had like the whole season in it. So like see, I don't I, but we already got the stink on us. Yeah, we already, got you, the you see stink. what I'm saying? Yeah. We already got, yeah, so, we got the uh, stink. But yeah. Okay. Okay, who who's favorite who's your favorite character? Uh, Maddie. Maddie. I love Maddie. Maddie, Maddie is, my favorite. is the goat. I think, like, I don't root for any of them. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't really like Rue. I think Rue, especially this season, Rue's just doing more to make herself unlikable. See, like, she's not good to her friends. She's not good to her 
family. Uh, also, Rue's mom. Rue's mom sucked. No, um, oh, you you're trying to be the the father that stepped up. Yeah, I <laughs> also Rihanna sup. Um, yeah, I don't really like Rue. Nate is a psychopath. Absolutely. Um, Cassie is lose absolutely losing her mind this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Maddie though. Love Maddie. Yeah, Maddie's Whoa. just Maddie's the best because like. Nate is an absolute psychopath, but like, yeah, when he talks to Maddie, Maddie's just like, "You are, you're a bitch." You know that, like, you. And he, you yeah, he just looks at it. I, I am. He's I like, am "I'm so sorry. I'm mean to you." Oh my! There, I hate again, him. Almost, there's a scene, and that you're gonna love in this most recent episode because he does all the big and bad, and then he's in a hot tub with them, mm-hmm. and Maddie just gets on his ass, and he's just immediately. Yeah, like shrinking it down, and he's so he's so yeah. cowardly. He really is. Yeah, Fez. I like Fez. I like Ashtray. Those are probably my th- Maddie, Fez, Ashtray, and Rue's mama. That's my that's my four. Yeah, I'd probably say I'd say Maddie, Fez, and Ashtray for sure. Yeah, uh, Rosebud said Cat's my friend. Yeah, see, I don't. The thing I didn't like last year about Cat is. I don't like the whole, if you remember like the fair when they went to the festival thing and she thought her boyfriend was talking, she thought the guy was talking to somebody he wasn't at all. Yeah, yeah. I, that's why I was like, what are you doing, cat? But And then she was like, know. she was like completely yeah. evil to the guy after that. Just didn't. Yeah, just yeah, treated him <laughs> like shit. Um, <laughs> like, didn't wait for an explanation. Just yeah, saw no, d- d- just added it. Threw the drinks on the ground, added there. Um, and then I have to remember, I was like, these are supposed to be high school kids. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I, oh yeah, ooh, the, the, the NA sponsor, he's good too. Oh, uh, Ali, yeah, Ali, yeah, Ali yeah, yeah. Um, Brother Walt says, "What do you, what do y'all think of the theory that Rue is really dead, and this is the play Lexi wrote playing out in real time?" That's interesting. I'd heard wow. last year, like the finale. I mean, it, it's a season two, so it clearly, but like the finale was supposed to be like Rue overdosing. Yes. Like just all the lights, all the experience was supposed to be her overdosing. Yeah. And so was it like, okay, I've heard that like how does she know all this about everybody, right? If she's not you know, dead or third person point of view. So I think, I don't know that's interesting. I don't know how many seats, like this is, I just think the people on this show are too, like this is not going to be like a 10 seat. Like, There's this no not gonna way. Be her, you know what I'm saying? No like, way. They might, they might get like three just before mm-hmm. everybody here goes. Like Zendaya is going to be like a mega mega if she's not already. Yes, I, I think uh, she already. I is. think she's probably already. Yeah. Um, but all these other, yeah, they're going to go on to stuff. The one I keep hearing, and I don't care. They keep saying Maddie is like thirty five in real life. Is she really? We, we, I don't know. Okay, we might have to Maddie. You but I think it's one of like I don't. I think she didn't have her age online. It's like I, none of these people are really in high school. I don't care. Um, let's see Alexa her name is Alexa Demi her Wikipedia her Wikipedia doesn't have an age see what I'm saying that's crazy what like in this day and age wow I guess I mean you just cover that up because you're playing like high schoolers you know so you try to Maybe yeah, you don't want to go. Yeah, you don't want to go away from the uh, mystique. See, I'm seeing 29. I'm 32. Like again, it's she's still. I mean, she's still the best character on the show to me. She could be 48. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I mean that's crazy. Yeah, see, I, I, everybody is so cocksure. Yeah, she's 29. She's 32. She's close to 30. She's mid 20s for sure. Everybody has a. 
her, Everybody knows for fucking sure. Her age uh, isn't online and it's not confirmed. That's crazy. That's yeah. I don't know how that's possible. Like, I, that's what I'm. That's what's even wilder <laughs> to me. Like that nobody has. Like this is the know. kind of thing that feels like people find out very quickly. Right, or somebody would be like, yeah, no, I went to school with her. Like, she, I'm 27, so she's 27, or one of those. <laughs> yeah, right. Damn, Brother Balin said Maddie 46. Either way, um, <laughs> I don't know. It, like, when you're, everybody's supposed to be acting like they're in high school and they're all 25 anyway. Like, who, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like Zendaya's been famous for like 10 years. Yeah. And it's probably like, yeah, so, but she's a, a junior in high school drug addict. Okay. Uh, That's the only thing. I think they could get a couple years out of the show by like going off to college, you know, like because they're ooh. already older. I was. I, you might get one, maybe two. I think one season of college. One year, and then you close it out there. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, I, 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 I don't hate that. Um, now, yeah, no. You, we'll, we'll talk more euphoria when you get caught up. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna finish it today. It is. So okay. Yeah, yeah. now euphoria is something else um but yeah let's uh let's take a quick 10 minute when we come back we will talk nfl rookies i promise i promise i'm gonna shake all the rookies hands i'm gonna shake all you guys hands after we get back here for a quick 10 minute welcome back to hour two true with show we had some good discussion in hour one Hour two, this is going to be a madhouse. This is something I saw, I think, last week. And Sex J can confirm. I think I put this on the list every single day for like two weeks. And we just... Yep, I think this it, is... We just don't get to it. Yep. But I think it's... I think we can get some good discussion out of it. Um, I mean, when I, I finally looked at it today... <clears throat> And um, it, it yeah, like we never even get close to it. Yeah, uh, no, we haven't even clicked on it yet, and it pissed me off when I finally looked at what they see? said. So. See, <laughs> that's, that's what I was like. No, we can just, there's something here. Um, I probably should have said like this is definitely something that should have been like March when there's no sports, but we're here <laughs> now, baby. This is the NFL rookie ranks as our final top ten for the 2021 season, including Mark Micah Parsons at number one. Two Dolphins and only one quarterback. So let us see our rookie rankings. This is from Je- who wrote this? Um, this <clears> is <throat> from Jeff Legwold. Jeff Legwold. All right. What a, what a name. Nineteenth. Okay. So this is after. Actually, go up a little bit. I want to see this, the criteria. To be fair. Um. Blah blah blah. Here we go. Per usual, polled personnel executives around the league to get their thoughts and worked our way through game tape to make the list. We also include those who just missed the list and a few other names to keep hand in the coming years. We looked at ESPN stats, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So the number one, and Nathan said he's only here for JLK. The number one rookie for this past year, and that's, I was trying to see, I didn't know if they were, I think they're going off like only rookie year performance, like not only, not even projecting forward, I don't think. Yeah, no. But, yeah, but Michael Parsons, number one. Does anybody, are there any gripes there? Like, no. I feel I, like. I think, yeah, consummate number one. Yeah, like I, again, 13 sacks, uh, 10 of which, 10 and a half, which came after week eight. Uh, it was just a sack and a half away from the rookie record. 
He was also reliable in coverage and point of attack defending the run game. He was like, like he made all pro. Like, yeah. you make all pro at something, you're number like regardless of position. So yeah. he feels like a safe number one. I think he's the better player in that defense over Trayvon uh, Diggs. So oh, for sure. But Diggs gets all the credit because he got ints. Got the picks, man. Yep. And Numbers game. Number two. Uh oh, is this was this your beef? This is my beef right here. What the fuck is talk, this guy talk doing? Talk about it. Talk about it, dude. If this is the second best rookie in the draft, this like the worst <laughs> rookie draft in NFL history. There's no fucking way Mac Jones is the second best. I this is where I put Jamar Chase. Like, yeah, you don't think twenty two touchdowns, thirteen picks. No, huh? no. I think Davis Mills... You don't think him completing 52% of his passes over a two-game losing streak at the end of the regular season? Uh, You don't think him checking down time after time like Cindy fucking Lauper uh, was uh, I, number two? I think that Mr. Mr. Leg did this on purpose. He knew he wanted attention, and this is how he did it. Mm-hmm. And he made the team... Uh, or the team made the postseason with 10 wins. Yeah, definitely some definitely an individual stat there. Yeah, it was definitely uh, all Mac Jones getting them to the playoffs. Yes, he put the team on his back. Yep. Um, who is number three? Number three. Ooh, we still don't have Jamar Chase. No, still no Jamar still, Chase. Though I'll say this, I think Rashawn Slater might have made All Pro. Um. Let me see. Yeah, check. It doesn't say here. That's, I wish it put their criteria in there. Because some of these, like, if you made if you made all pro, I'm going to put you over Mac Jones. Yeah. Let's look. Rashawn like, Slater, Wikipedia. I think he made second team, if not pro, but, like, had, a, like, a really good. Second re- team like, all pro. Yeah, okay. So, second team all pro. Oh, thank you. Uh, okay, back to the And he's third here? And he's third. So a, like, a, a rookie getting second team All Pro is behind McCorkle Jones. Um, That's no, no left tackle in the league, and again, left tackle, blindside, uh, played more pass blocking snaps than Slater, four seventy one, and his work in Justin Herbert sixty four attempt finale putting an exclamation on his first pro campaign. He missed one game, but otherwise didn't miss a single snap. 90.4% pass block win rate. Nine times out of ten, you drop back their pass, he's going to win. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know how that gets behind Mac Jones. Second team. Um, number four. Number four, we've got Reed Humphrey. Reed Humphrey, who had a 97.7% pass, like, which is. Like that's just yeah, I'm gonna win here. Mm-hmm. Um, like again, he said like the first three players on this list. Humphrey wasn't just good. No, listen, Matt Jones was not. This is where the propaganda comes yeah, back. Yeah, no. we can we can say Matt Jones had a fine rookie year, and he did. He did not have an all pro. Like no, no. Come stop. on, stop. Um, please <clears throat> stop. Stop the cap. Please. Yeah, please stop the damn hat, man. Uh, <laughs> so he was the biggest value pick amongst this year's top ten rookies after checking it the second to last selection of the second round. That's a steal. That's crazy. Um, 
movement skills, recognition, composure, evident at the game is what a long-term solution looks like. Let me see. 97.7% pass block win rate was number one in the NFL. And his 98.2% pass block win rate when facing double teams was sixth. So this guy, again, it wasn't at quarterback, but at center, he was about as elite as you could, like, not for a rookie. Yeah, about as elite as you can get. Like, yeah, and that's um, two spots below Mac Jones, two below McCorkle. Um, God, dude, the Patriots fans are crazy. They're they're it, they are sipping some Kool Aid. This is nuts. Pro Bowler Mac Jones. What does the Pro Bowl mean? Jesus, come on. Did listen, he even make it? Listen to yourselves, please. He's I was a, gonna say, he's yeah, an Pro Bowl alternate. alternate is not the same as All Pro. Um, my god that's yeah Who, who's next they say i'm number, delusional number 63 overall preposterous oh here we go another guy <laughs> behind mccorkle jones um, <laughs> and this this yeah, guy was pretty like, good jamar chase i heard his name a couple times this season i think yeah i still might be hearing it if i recall oh yes he's still playing they don't know um 1,455 receiving yards are the most for Ricky in the Super Bowl era. And before you point to the extended regular season, he actually broke the record in week 17. So another all-pro, another guy behind. I, I just, I guess <clears throat> we put a premium on quarterback, right? Even when they're shitty, I guess. Clearly. like this, And this is how you know. One, this. But two... Five went last year in the first round, and maybe another five go this year, even though consensus there are not five good quarterbacks in either. Yeah. Just a, it's, it's like, and I, I get, like, to a certain extent, I get that an average quarterback is better than, like, a really good left guard. I get that. Or more, more valuable, I should say. Okay. More valuable, I should say. But when you're talking about, like, an elite at any position, like if you are elite amongst the top, like two or three at your position, mm-hmm. which if He's... you made all pro, Micah Parsons was, mm-hmm. Jamar Chase was, Rashawn Slater was, Creed Humphrey was number one in some of those stats, right? So this is like elite, yeah, elite. And because Mac Jones was 22 touchdowns to 13 picks. I mean, the way I look at it is, if Davis Mills was on that team, the Patriots are probably a better team. Like, ooh, I like I. I, I thought Mills I'll did say better. This, are they are they noticeably worse? I'll, I'll say that. No. I don't know that they're are they noticeably worse. No, I don't think so. I think I thought Davis Mills was the best rookie quarterback this year. So, see, dudes, they it says the average quarterback's more valuable than an elite wide receiver, and I I feel like that's antiquated thinking. Because I, th- I feel like that's what leads to you, you draft an average quarterback over an elite receiver. And it's like, well, hey, we had to get an average quarterback. And it's like, yeah, but this guy's racking up all pros. And you put him with a guy like Joe Burrow, I'd have to guess, is going to make a couple all pros in his run. Um, yeah. I, I don't. So I, I don't know if I subs- – I'll say this. I think a like you you got to be at least like above average to good. If you want to say that like a good quarterback, uh huh, is worth more than like an elite. It's like yeah, probably so, right? Like you'd rather like 
You would you you'd rather have any B tier quarterback than any receiver in the league, right? Yeah, well, yeah, because if you can't get the ball to the receiver, then receivers that's what I'm saying are right. handicapped. So, yeah, like yeah, like if you have a choice of any B tier, which was like who was a Stafford and Dak and Lamar and Kyler, Allen, Burrow, you'd rather have one of those. Like it doesn't even matter which over Cooper Cup. Or what like that's the guy i get that but when you or i i, I would i think it's close but it, it's close it's cl- it depends how bad my quarterback is you know if i've got like a c tier or a d tier guy sure but if i'm like if i've got like some garbage basement guy well, that, yeah that's what i'm saying that's why he said an average i'm thinking like c tier i'd rather have cooper cup than any c tier quarterback yeah like, I, i'd rather have that like that was the Derek Carr and Jimmy G, golf. Who else? Yeah, I, I cousins. Just, I, I'd rather have Cooper Cooper Cup than, personally than any of those guys. For sure. I just I feel like if I got Cooper Cup with Mac Jones, what would Cooper Cup's line look like? It would be not as impressive, right? Like, well, I mean, not as impressive, but even still, he would elevate. Like, I think he's that elite of a receiver. Here he would elevate it. Like again, Stafford had a career year too. Like true, true. So I think Cooper Cup is like Devontae. Like if like you put Devontae with anybody, they're probably gonna have like a career year. Um yeah. Cup is so much better than Staff with golf. I, I think like it allows him to do more things for sure. I mean, just because you have a quarterback that can throw more ball, like throw it deeper. Like you, you don't have to worry about like I can't throw out routes because our guy didn't have the arm strength to you know, keep it from hanging out there uh, like a beach ball. What did Cup do with last year? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, what did I feel like Cup had a good year? Let's can Let's we see? Like he wasn't all pro for sure, but this this wasn't like the uh, the Cooper Cup uh, four hundred yard season last year. Let's see. Gerard says arguments based on the belief that you don't have a, a better quarterback. Several teams don't. That if yeah, if you have nothing. But even if I had nothing, I'd take the elite receiver. Yeah, let's see what Cooper Cup did last year, last two years. Because this was for sure his best season. Um, I think, yeah. I think if you scroll, yeah, Yeah. you scroll. There we go. So last year in in 12 starts, he almost had 1,000. And the year before, he had 1,100. So that's what I'm like. He wasn't, and the year before that, he tore his ACL. So he wasn't, but for sure. Matthew, like, I mean, he went from 92 to 145 targets, dude. You know what I mean? If you look at at his catch percentage, like, he caught around the same percent. He just got targeted a lot more, right? And again, more yards per catch. Your quarterback got a stronger arm. So, all that track, yeah. He caught 145 catches this year. That's insane. Yeah. And he was thrown it 191 <laughs> times. That's insane. I think I'd take Cooper Cup over the quarterback, to be honest. That, that's what I'm saying. Over okay, over what tier of quarterback? Um, I mean... Like Cooper Cup or Derek Carr? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup or Jared Goff? Cooper Cup. Jimmy G? Cooper Cup. Kirk Cousins? Cooper Cup. Yeah, um... That was too easy. Kyler Murray. See, now that's where it gets a little testy. If it's a B tier guy, yeah. I take the quarterback. If it's a C tier guy, 
give me the elite guy. Because again, even with the like those last two years, like they went to the Super Bowl and last year they won a playoff game because Cooper Gup is still really good. Yeah. But of course, Matthew Stafford, like a, yeah, but tier C, I can't I can't do it. Uh so okay, back to the rookie list. Back to the rookie list. Let's see. So Jamar Chase uh was number five. Kyle Pitts. Number six, uh, one touchdown, so he's keeping the Julio <laughs> legacy intact. But I mean, a thousand yards on sixty-eight catches with Matt Ryan uh, chucking it to you, like okay, I don't. I, I, it's not enough elite tight ends to do. Oh, we might have to drop the elite tight ends in the receiver tiers. Ooh, okay. Like, I don't, or just like pass catcher, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because it's like, what tier, like, what tier, and I'll ask the chat too, what tier is Kyle Pitts? Like, would you take Kyle, okay, Kyle Pitts or who do we have like two? Um, Amari Cooper. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts or CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb. Okay. Kyle Pitts or, do you still have the receiver tier? Um, I might somewhere. Yeah. Let if you, I'll try to think. Of, if, if yeah, if you can, I'm trying to think of some of the uh, because we had like the S A B T Higgins or um, Kyle Pitts. Um. Ooh, that's tough. I would say T Higgins. He's got the size I like. I go Pitts there, man. But I, it's, I, again, it's close. T Higgins is good. I overvalue him. Yeah. Okay. So we do have beautiful, beautiful. Okay. So um, I don't like he's not, you would rather have all the S guys than Kyle Pitts, like for sure. Like not even in doubt, right? D-Bow, oh, Jeff, oh yeah. Them. Like no question. Okay. So the A, would you rather have all the A guys than Pitts? Um, we got DeAndre Diggs, uh, AJ Brown, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen. The CD and Terry McLaurin. I think I, I'd rather have all those guys in pits too. Yeah, same. Yeah. Okay. So I think B again is the t- like, okay, Odell Beckham or Kyle Pitts. Ooh. Well, I mean, if it's Odell that we've seen in that uh LA, I I'm 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 liable to take the Odell, but I mean Pitts, I I don't know. I think he fits He's right. Like 21. In- He's- yeah, I think he fits right into the B tier, like perfectly. Okay, yeah, I think, um, let me see, like, okay, DK Metcalf or Kyle Pitts? I'd, I'd, I'd take DK. Okay, Tyler Lockett or Kyle Pitts? Kyle Pitts, then. I think he um, just, he plays a position that's, he splits the field so differently, you know? Yeah, I'm trying to see who are some of those other guys. Yeah, he does feel like a, because any of the, like, C-tier, like, I'd take Pitts over Gallup and Landry and... yeah. But like anybody from C tier, right? Yeah, absolutely. Elin, all those. Yeah, so he's yeah. T- Pitts fits. And I mean, I think he's right in the B tier. I think he's held back because Maddie Ice is not Maddie Nice oh, anymore. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I will say it is a knock on Pitts that he did not break Mike Ditka's ancient record. I mean, there's no excuse there. He fell like sixty yeah. yards short with got an a, extra. You got game. an extra game. You got an extra game. That's tough school. Yeah. Um. 
I'll I'll also blame that on Matty Eye. Oh, for sure. But hey, um, at some point you got to grab him by the face mask and say, "Throw me the fucking yeah. ball." Yeah, you got to go Keyshawn on him. Yeah. Uh, let me see DJ Moore, like DJ Moore or Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. I go Kyle Pitts there too. Um, who is B, who's that B in the red third from the Chris Godwin? God. Oh, okay. Yeah, God. Assume he. I mean, it's. I think only ACL, but ACLs are kind of you know run the mill these days. It appears so. Godwin or Kyle Pitts? Um, hmm. Probably go. Well, I'd probably go Pitts. I think I'd go Pitts. I think I go Pitts. That's a close because I Godwin's really good. Um. Yeah, but like, yeah, I just I don't see Pitts ever having a season under a thousand, like a money says, and I just like. Hmm. Barring like very terrible quarterback play, you know. Well, yeah. The thing I'll say this about Pitts: it feels that way until I saw like Travis Kelsey was the was the first tight end to have I think three straight one thousand yard seasons. Yeah, and then and then he did it like four or five, and I think six times. So maybe it is. I think Pitts is definitely like hitting the game at the right time to where he could do it. But I don't know, man. He's gonna have. Like Matt Ryan's not gonna get better next year. Yeah, no, they need to draft Kenny Pickett. They need to draft somebody. Good lord. Um, yeah, he's not gonna get better next year. But I'm trying. Yeah, I think he like Brandon Cook. Uh, you take Pitts over Brandon Cooks, right? Yeah. Who's yeah. that on the far right of the top row of B? Um, that's uh, Calvin Ridley, I believe. Yes. R- Ooh, Ridley or Pitts? Um, I. I'd like to see them play together if that was possible. Well, yeah, would, if only. Yeah. <laughs> you watch too many movies. Man. I'm just I'm think, thinking of fantasy worlds now. <laughs> um, I think. I oof, I think. I mean, I I'm, I I think maybe I'm overvaluing the the like. Sure thing. That the thing that you can split a tight end out wide and not you lose put it more, man. Yeah. And, like, he's even, like, he's got the size where, like, I don't know, like, he could do stuff out of the backfield if they wanted to, like. He's, okay, pull, if you can pull up the, uh, I want to see, like, the most targets in the league this year. Yeah. I don't know, like, ESPN or Football Reference, one of those will have that. Because my gripe, I'm, like, I'm I'm on, boy, I was like, I wouldn't take a tight end in the first round. I just feel like you can just find the production elsewhere. And everybody, uh. When I say everybody it was basically just Josh Norris and Hayden Weeks, we're like, he's not a tight end, he's a wide receiver, and it's like, okay, I get that, but I need to see, let me see. I just want to see like the total. Yeah, yeah, there we go, the total. Um, yeah, I was like, okay, if he's a receiver, then he should be getting eleven targets a week, right? Like, if you think he's that level of special, yeah, then don't throw him the ball like a tight end, throw him the ball like a receiver. Yeah, and like they drafted but, him so early, like yeah, they I think four, like that that's high. for a tight end man. That's that's even high for like Chase went fifth, and people were like, is that too high for a yeah? So and that was clearly the wrong call. But um, and then he gets he only got a hundred ten targets this year, so it's like so he yeah he's behind yeah again he's with he's behind Zach Ertz he's he's behind Mike Gesicki man. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? like Andrews was all pro. Go back to the first page. But he's the fact that he's on the second page. Um, let me see. Yeah, here we go. This is um, so behind, like 
Cup. Yeah, Cup's getting 11 a game. Deontay Johnson. So the elite guys are getting about 10 a game. That yeah. was my thing. Like, if you think he's that guy, he should get 10 a game. Like, it's not like Ridley played this year. There's nobody else to be, like, splitting those. Yeah, like, why Why are you, you know what I mean? you're throwing to, like, Olamide, Sack, Zacchaeus more than right. Kyle yeah. Pitts? Like, like, Cordell Patterson was pretty good, but it's like he's let him be a piece. Cook with both of those guys. Yeah. Like, Travis Kelsey is the elite guy right now. And he's getting eight a game. Now, again, if you're thinking he can change, Pitts can change the position, that's my whole point. Like, give him 10 a game, man. Like, I, I'd, I'd feed him catches, like, till he can't eat. Yeah, I mean, I would be setting records for balls thrown his way. Like, like legit. And he was at how many was Pitts at per game? Um, like, eight, seven, maybe? Six and a half. Six, like that. I don't know. That just feels way too, like, for, again, he's down there with, like, like AJ Brown was down that low. Yeah, AJ Brown, he Chase Claypool. Jesus, Ryan Tannehill needs to be tried. Yeah, he needs to be put on. Um, He'll pay for this. Yeah, we will. Um, we, we we will get to him someday. Yeah, one day. Um, okay. Yeah, back to the. Okay, so would you rather have Kyle Pitts or Mac Jones? Is that that's actually a question? Yeah. Oh, I'm. I would take Kyle Pitts over Mac Jones, a hundred times out of one hundred times. Is that okay? Because again, because Mac, he was a D tier with the rookies, so you're basically saying you don't think Mac Jones gets to B tier. Uh, yeah, no, never. That's but yeah, because again, we went through like you. You take all the B tier guys. Oh, I guess we didn't ask for, you. Yeah, we take all the B tier guys before Pitts. Um, but here we are, Kyle Pitts sixth behind Mac Jones. Yeah, I, also, as somebody pointed out, Ditka did his in I think twelve games, which is pretty bad. Wow. So that. Yeah, I think he didn't. Maybe fourteen, but it was not sixteen. But also, um, sixty years ago, he's probably playing against like guys built oh, like yeah. my dad. So. Listen, heavy box lifter. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, okay, who's who's seven? Seven, Pastor Tan, the second. Um. Yeah. What you was an often challenge. Usually chose not to pick on the rookie, but he tended to get his hands on the ball. That, to me, it feels like a good sign when you're a rookie and quarterbacks are already like, maybe I shouldn't. Absolutely. Like, yeah, like four picks, 14 passes defensed as a rookie. Like, yeah. I mean, I th- not maybe not elite, but. Yeah, personally, when it comes to cornerbacks, I view the guys that shut down like their side of the field. Like those are the guys that are the best to me. Like, mm-hmm. If if a quarterback is just entirely unwilling to look on a half of the field, that's m- way more important than anything else to me. Yeah. Well, that I mean, you prefer a guy do that, or you want to like follow a guy around, like if he just follows their one around. I think I think I think it's better to shut down a half of the field because then it's a half of the field that you have to scheme outside of. You know. Right. Yeah. You can just affect every or adjust everything. Yeah. Yeah. From that, that's okay. So, would you pass or tan going forward? You're that pass or tan or Mac Jones? Um, I, I, I mean, I'm gonna take Pat because I think if <laughs> if if Mac Jones throws the ball against Pat 50 times, Pat's gonna pick it off a good percentage. So. He's picking off 36 of those. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna let the chat, uh, the the Pat Patriots fans in chat get to me. Your quarterback fucking sucks. He's never gonna win anything. <laughs> Deal with it. Deal with it. Deal with it. Your era's over. Deal with it. 
You're you're about to be in the basement with me up in the north. Don't worry. That's, that's the only thing. You want it though. They don't. That was, yeah. They don't want it. They are they're they fighting tooth and nail not to have it happen to them. They want anything but that. Um, okay, who's number eight? <laughs> oh wow! I can't. Wow, Jalen Waddle, number eight. Jalen Waddle, thousand yards, a hundred catches, seven total touchdowns, with a D tier quarterback. Yeah, and a quarterback who was um under the gun by his coach apparently. So I mean, I a, mean, yeah, a lot going on there. So like a thousand yards as a rookie. With a D tier quarterback, that's one of those like, yeah, if you think you can get him a guy, then like Waddle or Mac Jones. Ah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not taking Mac over any name you ask me. Really, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I, I, there, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have drafted him with any pick if I had seven rounds to take him, and he's there all seven rounds. Evan McPherson, the Bengals kicker, or Mac Jones? Evan McPherson. You got to go, Mac. Uh, yeah, I mean McPherson. That's what I'm. Uh, yeah, the real yeah, yeah, Mac. yeah. The, the real, real Mac. Mac. The real Mac. I mean, I just I like. It. I mean, the the, <laughs> the dude. The dude got a DUI in college. He's fat. He, maybe he'll be the next Big Ben. That's his. Maybe that's his oh, ceiling. Let, listen, let us pray. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe for the co-ed population that he is not the next Big Ben. I mean, hmm. um, Joe says Waddle might be better than Pitt. Yeah, Waddle or Pitt. And that's tough because I think I think I do Waddle. He had a lot of double digit catch games, you know. I mean, I got he can run, man. I got yeah, fast. Yeah, I mean, um, I think I'd view him. They're they're on the same tier, you know, for me. Okay, uh, Chase or Pitts? Is it just I feel, I feel like no, Chase kind of stands. Yeah, so to me, Chase kind of stands alone. Yeah, yeah. Um, Waddle or Pitts is okay. Now I'll ask the chat to what uh, because again, you can put Pitts anywhere, man. Yeah, it's it's tough. I just it's, I I view them both as like honestly one A one B. You know, I feel like it's a thing. Like whatever it is, they're going to be like whoever he's against. Jalen Waddle is going to be faster, and whoever's mm-hmm. guarding Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts is going to be more like athletic. Yeah, it's like all the time. They're all the time. They're going to have those advantages. So it's really I I think I would now you know I think I would take Waddle. I think there's just like I feel like soon there's about to be a revolution of like, like once there's one Kyle Pitts, we're gonna see like five, like athletes. They won't, yeah, all be, of course. Yeah, like I don't want to say like yeah, like what he does is easy, but mm-hmm. it's like yeah, in like two years we're gonna have like four tight ends. I'm like yeah, they broke all Kyle Pitts combine right around a four four like all yeah. that stuff. I mean Waddle, yeah, Waddle's like a four two guy, and I mean it's like Henry Ruggs. You saw what he was just doing, like Tyreek Hill. Like mm-hmm. there are just so few people who can run that fast, or there yeah. are even fewer that can cover them. And and he's he, and he's so limited by a quarterback that can't throw the ball downfield. That's that's what's tough, man. <laughs> so I mean, if you take that into account, I mean, Kyle Pitts, I don't know, he might have a quarterback. Uh, I mean, he might not have a quarterback quicker than Tua won't. I mean, um, yeah. Waddle won't. You know, so. Luke, Luke said, "If he's that that athletic, why would he only score one time?" We're not talking about Julio Jones here. Keep up. <laughs> I will say uh, that I saw in in a one of Kyle Pitts's college games, 
I saw him take like the worst hit ever and have to come out of the game. And it was like oh, the yeah. helmet. The, yeah. Yeah. So like every time I watch him play, I think about that and like the shit like that worries me, you know, cause that's tough. You go from one to the next and your career could be done, you know? So mm. gotta be careful. Yeah. Got, got to, uh, Jarrah's a trillion a bit in two years. We're supposed to trust his talent evaluation. <laughs> Somebody missed yesterday's show. Yeah. He I'm hit off the snide, buddy. I'm off the game of skill snide. Thank you, Lou. Yep. Um, yeah, Jack okay, Betch at LSU. Yeah, he's the next name to think about. I, that guy's really good. It's a, yeah, I feel like we'll just see like a lot of just they'll just be like yeah, we're not even gonna pretend to make you a receiver. Just be a, like just be a fake tight end. There's so um, many. Even the the guy a guy transferred from Bama, Billingsley. He's like that too. Like there's oh yeah, there's so Man, many. I of wanted those him guys. to transfer to Kentucky. Yeah, like they're just oh uh. Look at the for Brock Bowers right now for UG the true freshman mm-hmm. made All America. Brock Bowers is sick. like he's gonna be that. I mean he's probably already the type. Um, okay, so who's after Water? We're what nine? Uh, yes, we are at nine. Number nine is J. Okay, who was uh somebody was in for? Here's your time. Turn it up. Tell us about him. What what do we know? Yeah, some J. I feel like I hear. Good thing. I just feel like he's like the coverage linebacker. Yeah, missed three games, ankle injury after his return. Four games with at least six tackles, played seventy-five percent of the team snaps. His working coverage was advanced, among the best in the league at the position, and far more consistent than it was as a college player. It would be intriguing at some point to see the Browns turn him loose in pass rush, far more than they did. So oh, banking on okay. the Browns to do something. Okay, that's interesting. It's bold. It's bold. Um, it's bold, but uh, so you're going <laughs> JOK over Matt? Do I even need to ask? <laughs> ah, well, you know this is where we get testy because I feel like I feel like an inside linebacker. Those are you can you can replace an inside linebacker. I might take that. I might take the average quarterback over that. You go Mac over JOK. Okay, JOK guy. But uh, I, I think hey, it was Nathan. Yeah, Nathan. I, get him. I'm. 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 Let me say though, but if if this guy can pass rush, then that might be that might be valuable. You know. Well, that's the thing. It's like maybe he can. They just didn't ask him. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, a rookie, I, a rookie that can cover. I would feel. Yeah, like, like he's one of the, like the sideline to sideline guy. Yeah. Like that's what he. I was gonna say projects to be. It's really what he is. Like I didn't know his work and I said amongst the best in the league. Yeah. At the position, so. I'm gonna change yeah, my answer. On this going J okay. Yep, the same basis <laughs> as the Pat Sertain one on where this guy yeah. will this guy will cut ten Mac passes and take it for pick six. So yeah. Easy. Like yeah. like oh Mac Jones didn't even see him there. Exactly. Uh, no, yep. The more I thought about it, I realized what he does on the field. Absolutely. Give me him over dude, Mac. Dude, this Browns defense could be real like didn't if you didn't I don't know if he's quite that ca- like cut the field in half caliber, but he's really good. Um then you got JOK who can go sideline to sideline. You got Miles Garrett down front. Like, my God, get them get them a quarterback, please. Yeah, yeah. This is a very, very scary defense, but that offense is just mm. Nathan's a, uh, this is the guy that's as uh athletic as Kyle Pitts. Interesting. Yeah, Luke Smith, that's why I was confused. <clears throat> it says ILB instead of middle linebacker. If I I, that, I was thinking yeah. like I I, I think it's more, yeah, it's yeah. it's I think it's when you're when you play a three four, it's inside linebacker. When you play a four middle linebacker. Yeah. But now, yeah. like everybody plays everything, so mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. 
I think inside linebacker works. Like yeah, he's not because I, I, when I think outside linebacker, I think rusher, like you're rushing the pat. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so. so, so I see inside yeah. linebacker that doesn't rush, and I'm like, what's up with that? You know? Yeah, what's the deal? But I think it's it's like he doesn't rush. Yeah, because Miles Garrett is. Yeah, because he's yeah, got to cover yeah, the yeah. other guys. But yeah, okay. But he, yeah, he's good. Who's number ten? Uh, number ten is Javon, Javon Holland. Holland. Okay, I, Javon Holland made. Um, I was like PFF's team, like all pro teams. That fits what what is needed at the safety position. He's a physical, uh, as physical. The run game at the point of attack, comfortable in coverage. Doesn't often let any pre-snap business by the offense force him to the wrong snap, uh, wrong step. Holland had five games this season with multiple disrupted dropbacks, and he played at least ninety percent, ninety-six percent of the defensive snaps in eleven of his games. I'm not going to pretend like I watched a whole lot of the Dolphins secondary. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, they did have that big resurgence halfway through the season. So yeah, and I'll say I do. I just like safety to do a lot, like two and a half sacks, two picks, ten passes, defense, like that's the type of stuff I like to see. So sure. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, the the disrupted dropbacks as a safety. That's um, that's video yeah, I game like that. stuff. So I like that. Yeah. Um, so let's see who, because I still haven't seen. I mean, a lot, but Penay Sewell is the one I was looking for. Let's see who's who's on just missed. Uh, Nate Hobbs, who was just arrested for I think a DUI. Um, yes, I believe so. Yeah, I think that was. I mean, again, it has nothing to do with <laughs> this, but he just missed. Uh, Devonte Smith. Devonte, would you take Devonte Smith over any of the pass catchers? No, like over Waddle, over Pitts, over Chase. I don't like his size. He's too small. Oh, they're gonna put Marshall. I just, I don't, I, I don't know. He's a small boy. He's a small bean. He's just, he's he's tiny but strong. Yeah. Um, he's a Devonte Williams. Mus- yeah. Muscle hamster part two. <laughs> Christian Barmore, Najee Harris, your boy uh, Amon Ra St. Brown. The fact he didn't make the top 10 is kind of crazy. Make, I, mean, I won't say there's a lot of good rookies, but this list is something. Yeah, I mean, that's baby Debo right there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it caught at least eight passes in each of the final six games of the year. You like to see that. Yeah, and he's got golf throwing to him. Christ Almighty! There's Penay Sewell. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. And then, uh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Greg Newsom was another really good corner. Nine pass defense in twelve games. Uh, so if it's like him and uh, Denzel Ward on the other side, then you got. Let's see. Hot, the number one overall pick did not make it. Nope. He's that's in the tough. keep an eye on list. Keep keep an eye in case the number <laughs> one overall pick. Oh, that's bad. That's that's. I mean, they can't even find a coach to coach the number one pick. That's the craziest Nobody wants part. To look, Davis Mills is down there too, man. I mean, Davis Mills. That's my boy. I'm going to bat for Davis Mills. I don't care. <laughs> that's my boy. Okay, who's the? Where would you put Davis Mills on this? Like in terms of players, you would take. Um, I mean, if if they're going... like, would you take them over anybody in the top ten? Um, I would put him at like probably ten. That's where I would have put the quarterbacks, probably. <laughs> nine and ten. <laughs> yeah, I would have. I would have. No, I would have left nine. I would. I wouldn't have put Mac Jones top ten. I would have put Mills top ten. 
I mean, I, uh, honorable mention Mac Jones. Yeah, I would. I would. I would say just miss Mac Jones because I mean, the only reason the Patriots made the playoffs is because the defense, like the quarterback play, didn't get them there. I'm not gonna drink Kool Aid about it. Rub me, gonna yell at you. Um, the defense is above average. The quarterback is below average. The running backs <laughs> are pretty good. It works. I do like that. None of the top three picks made it. Uh, and I don't even think Trey Lance. Yeah, did Trey Lance or no uh, Zach Wood? Did they even get a note? Okay, there's some <laughs> Dave, Davis Mills, the eighth quarterback selected, 67th overall. Many in the league liked his potential, but he played 14 games, uh, just 14 games at Stanford because it, mostly because of knee injuries. Oh, damaged goods. Even so, only Mac Jones was as consistent among rookie QBs as Mac was, or as Mills was at the end of the season. He had three 300-yard games his last six starts, eight tutties over the last four games. And he, he was one of the most efficient red zone quarterbacks in the NFL, I believe. Um, I think I said, he was like also a really good like deep fit or down ball or down ball, I think. I, 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 I want to see how many 300-yard games Mac Jones had this season. Um, <laughs> I'm okay. gonna guess three. Um, he had two. He had three oh seven and three ten yards. Oh, he had a two ninety nine. Okay. So, hey, but, listen. Hey, two ninety nine ain't three, yeah, baby. That's not three. So okay. So Price right Bentley. Um. So what Davis two Mills three hundred yard game? Yeah, thirty eight hundred yards passing over seventeen games. Uh, Mackie Bridgewater. Yeah, so what Davis Mills did three times in the last eight games, um, Mac Jones didn't do the whole season. <laughs> That's true. Second best rookie. Because <laughs> his team made the playoffs. That's why. It's not because of him. It's a team. That, see, that's it's one of those, like, y'all can't tell me this and then also be like, Jimmy G is trash. It's like, y'all are picking the net. Like, which side is it? Is it going to be the Heat? Well, he just mm-hmm. gets it done. Um, if if Davis Mills waited one more year in college to get drafted, he would be going in the first round this year, easily, easily. That's what that's what I'm hearing. That's what my sources are are, are hearing. Um, Sam Cosby, offensive lineman, Javante Williams. Who else they got? Um, uh, under the radar. That, I mean, the whole rookie class is in this. Uh, <laughs> this is the last one. This is the Trey, last. Okay, one. my un Trey Smith, my under the radar rookie. Perhaps he hadn't quite got the uh, recognition because of Creed Humphrey, who was my pick for Offensive Rookie of the Year, but we should not be sleeping on Smith. Still in his own right among guards, he ranked second in pass block win rate and third in run block, uh, run block win rate. That's elite. Like, what, I mean, as a rookie, what, is, what, what, what more do you want? It doesn't make the um, list anywhere. For a rookie taken in the sixth round. Jeez, so the Chiefs got two elite offensive linemen here. And they still wasted that pick on Clyde Edwards. Yeah. And they still traded for Orlando Brown, who they have to pay now. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's interesting. Oh, man. It's just like, I don't know. Just, I, I just know if I was running the Chiefs, it'd be different. And I know because I got a franchise on Madden where I did a fantasy draft with Mahomes as my quarterback. And this motherfucker will not. He's 42. He won't retire. But he's still balling. Of course. Like career ride. He's got, he just hit the 100,000 passing yard mark. Wow. He's got 800 touchdowns. Um, and I'm like, man, That's we've lo- been to like 10 Super Bowls, dude. Like, because <laughs> we didn't take any running backs in the first round. I mean, I, I think about how the Jaguars, they took a running back last year, too. 
Yeah, had that work out. Yeah, they they took Trevor Lawrence and then they took, uh, um, took they took a Travis Etienne. Yeah, because he went to school with Trevor. That's crazy. yeah. He's like, you remember him? You like that guy? And I'm sure Trevor was like, I, yeah, like, he's a cool guy. Like I like him to hang out with. And Urban like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Urban's like, well, how would you like to live with him? We just drafted him in the first round with you. And... Yeah, do you love it? Would you, would you marry? <laughs> would you kiss him in the mouth if he was here right now? Um, Trevor's like, wait, wait, what? Why did yeah. you take him? You took him? What? Uh, give me the uh, the tankathon. Yeah. Mock draft. NFL mock draft, if we can. Uh, Trace six round pick. I think he had. If I'm not, he was an injury. There was some reason he was like a six round pick. Because he, yeah, he was a Tennessee guy. So him balling is really disgusting. Um, okay, this is just. It's more a question like potential. So would anybody like Micah Parsons? Would you you'd take Micah Parsons over anybody here, right? Um, I mean that Hutchinson guy looks pretty good, but is his is is he just like I I don't know. You, you already know what you got with Micah Parsons, you know. So it's like stud, yeah, stud in the hand. yeah. So I, I I would never trade the stud that I know I have for the one that could happen, you know. Okay, that's fair. Um, okay, just because again, I don't know a whole lot about pro. I mean, just prospects. Yeah, but I know a cornerback going this high is very rare. Yeah, you got to be really good to go. So, this and I'm Stingley. It click on. Yeah, let me see what it. Some stats or something. Um, he had yeah. His big thing. He had six picks that fre- he was a uh, true freshman on that Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. All that was the year he went crazy mm-hmm. last year i don't know if it was injuries or him just sitting out he played some the pandemic year the thing i feel like anytime he played uh Devontae smith Devontae smith gave him the blues but Devontae smith gave a lot of people the blues true i don't know true. i don't know if, but again if i'm taking you four like we just saw Devontae smith not be in the top like you can't hold Devontae smith what are you gonna do with jamar chase right right or these or i guess these bigger guys i'm guessing he saw jamar chase at practice you know what i mean but yeah, I'm seeing some Hutchinson. Yeah, you can go back. Uh, okay. I'm seeing some Hutchinson, and I I don't hate because if you, where's David uh, Ojobo or Ojabo? Where, um, he's got he's top ten ish. Fourteenth. Fourteen. Okay. Because he's it's just one of those like click his because he got a lot. Ojabo did numbers too, so I felt like it was a thing. Like he did yeah, twelve tackles for loss, eleven sacks, three passes defense, five fumbles forced. And so it was like, okay, like Hutchinson's good, but he had Ojabo on the other side. I like Thibodeau. I don't know how much like help he didn't do quite the numbers, but he also didn't have another top fifteen pick. Yeah, yeah, he's at Oregon. That's not typically known for their defense. No, but he's all, he's a guy that was like number one prospect guy, and mm-hmm. like just like wanted to go to Oregon for like like some business stuff, like get plugged in with Nike and stuff. Yeah, um, like. I, I remember at one point in the season I was doing some some daily fantasy college stuff and everyone I was gonna do the team against Oregon and all the alerts said Kayvon Thibodeau is back to, for this game do not play the other team it's not gonna yeah. go well for you so yeah yeah no he's I think I kind of like him like he's 6'5 250 he's 21 look go back to Hutch. I think Hutch is a little bigger I mean, his YouTube video there said the scariest player in college. He's pretty scary. Um, six, six. So yeah, they're both twenty-one. Hudson's a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger. 
16 and a half sacks. Like, Hutch is no, you know, but I don't know. Like, number one pick, when you're watching, like, a, like Miles Garrett, yeah. right? It feels like, like you got, like, athletic freak, and Hutchinson's not. A, Thibodeau's closer to the athletic freak, which is why, I, if sure. I was Detroit, if I was Detroit, I'd be thrilled. I mean, they can't lose. Hutchinson went to Michigan, or they get Thibodeau, Thibodeau, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I was I was wondering at first as you re- related to Tom Thibodeau. I think they're the same person. I think it's <laughs> I think Kayvon and Tom, yeah. Um, three Evan Neal. That just feels like if you're gonna let Evan uh, if you're gonna let Davis Mills rock next year, which you probably I feel like he's earned that much. You get him Absolutely. some offensive line. He gets some offensive line help. Six uh, seven. Joey said, yeah, a monster of a boy. Uh, Joey says, who would you draft? If you're the Jets at four. Now, what the Jets have another top 10 pick. They have the 10th pick also. They have the, exactly the 10th pick. Yep. So they have the Jets going cornerback and offense, interior offensive lineman. I don't, I, four is really high, man. And I'm just, I'm just kind of scared. Like, I, I thought Jeff Okuda was going to be that guy. He went number three cornerback Ohio State for a couple years ago, and he wasn't, and then he tore his Achilles. Yeah. And I don't know. I think Stingley's better than that, but I am just kind of – I feel like the top five corner – like, I just – like, Morris Claiborne. Um, I just feel like I have a lot of guys in my head. Where D. Milner. Yeah, I feel like, like – You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the top ten corners I have in my mind, Jalen Ramsey's good, like elite good. Um, you gotta be damn sure if you're gonna draft that kind of position. Like that's it's a skill. Yeah. It, it's a skill position, you know. Like it definitely, yeah. Like I, I don't. I mean, I like the Jets going offense and defense here with true. their two top. I would just, man, oh man. Honestly, four. I think I would probably. Joe asked what I do with four. I think I would trade down. I think I would trade. Like hopefully. If somebody wants Kenny Pickett, you can get the Panthers to go from six to like, hey, you don't want some like I'm getting other calls. Everybody loves mm. Kenny Pickett. Um, somebody will move up for a quarterback. I would look to move down from four. And then I would try to get either Kyle Hamilton in my secondary. Stingley, if he's still there. I don't know a lot about uh Carlaftis, but if he's like a good edge, I don't hate that. Lindenbaum's good. Like if he's still there at 10, I would take him and there. They would have like three straight first round picks on their offensive line, though. And yeah, the Becton's yeah. Becton, Becton he, he doesn't really ever get to play his main position, you know? Like he's always. Well, I heard from some birdies. It sounds like uh, they're like, why did they're not sure Becton was taking his like rehab and conditioning seriously last year? Because it was like, you shouldn't have been out that long. And he's like, 380 pounds and they're like that's a little bit bigger than we wanted you big guy yeah i mean dude i i've gotten some vibes like watching him his body language he does not have the body language of a guy that's gonna last long like (laughs) like when things are going south they'll put the camera on him and he's on the sideline he's just like yeah he's fuming he's (laughs) just like not even watching the game he's just why why am i fucking playing football still yeah, I mean, listen, it'll get better because he's playing for the Jets and yeah, blocking it, for Kyle Wilson. Yeah, but, Zach Wilson. I mean, same thing. Um, <laughs> but if they, I mean, Beckton, they had Vera Tucker last year, first round, and Linderbaum again, or Linderbaum here. 
I like that. I, though I would trade down from four. Um, among, yeah, Sauce Gardner's good. He's he's the cornerback. I wonder. It's like that's, is he the guy? That's what I went. There was a tweet. They said, "Which cornerback are you taking?" I said, "I'm taking Sauce Gardner on the name alone." Like, yeah, I mean, he he's got like the the number, but all, like six two. He's a bigger guy. He had like I don't know. I wish I could find that tweet where it was one of those like over ten games he gave up like negative uh, two catches or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. But even like I like again, I like to see the I like to see a full box score. Five tackles for losses, three sacks, three picks, some passes defense. And that's just a cornerback getting sacks. Like Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a corner and you he's he's because he's he's big. So I Oh the, I might like I might like Sauce Gardner more than I like The Broncos just went up for sale. The Broncos are for sale. How much? Uh, how much? Talk. Yeah. How much do we think? Let's look this up. Let's yeah, see. Let's, uh, actually, you know what? Let's take five. Okay. Let's take five, and when we come back, we're gonna purchase the Broncos. Yep. We're gonna purchase the Broncos. Uh, we may finish looking through the rest of the mock draft. Um, talk a little round ball. We we definitely got to get to some Tyrese Maxey. Absolutely. Um, but not before. We, one, purchase the Broncos, and two, take a five-minute breather. So meet us on the other side of five minutes. Welcome back. Hour three, home stretch. Let's we'll talk a little round ball, a little Tyrese Maxey. But first, as promised, I think we should buy the Denver Broncos. I think we should. I think we should buy the Denver Broncos. Now, what's, what's going on here? We had a little news broken. Yep, so it looks like the Pat Boland Trust, so I believe Pat Boland passed away recently, Mm -hmm. um, and that's why um, they're selling the team. Um, There was, like, a huge, um, there was, like, a legal dispute. Like, there was, like, half the family wanted to keep the team, the other half Uh, wanted to sell it. uh I I, I believe it was the, the older, the older family members wanted to keep the team. And the yeah. the the, <laughs> the youngers were like, get this shit out of here. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was what um the issue was. So the the final lawsuit got dropped against the the trust to sell the team, and mm. now the team is uh officially so now for they're sale. eligible to be sale. Yep. How much? How much they want for it? Um, it looks like a potential <laughs> sale of four billion or more. Um, it yeah, says yeah. the the current valuation is three point seven seventy five billion. So that's how much. Yeah, get, uh, if you could Google like the uh, how much franchises are worth. Yeah. Or like sports franchises. Yeah. Not like McDonald's. Um, how much are sports? Yeah, there's like there should be like a Forbes list. Are the Broncos were four built like the Clippers just went for two in L A. and it was a historic deal. All right, here we go. Here we go. Where are the so number one is who the Lakers, the Cowboys. Oh no, cow Cowboys. Yeah. We're five. Oh wow, okay. Five point seven Yankees, Knicks, FC Barcelona, Golden State. Boy, the Lakers really are poverty. <laughs> so where? Okay, yeah. Where? Where are the Broncos? That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah. the Broncos. Uh, Broncos are twenty fifth. So three point two with okay. Jam Celtics tied with Jam Celtics and Chelsea. Yuck. Oof, 
Three point, and it said they want how much? Four point seven. It says it says it. Um, no, a potential sale of four billion or more would be the richest in sports history. So, I was gonna say it's gotta be yeah. okay. So they're at three point two, but their current valuation of three point seven. Yeah, so they're so they want four. Okay, yeah, yeah they want four is what they're probably saying. Yikes! Um, for the for the ah. It says here that the next ownership group would enjoy a tax break of $3 billion over 15 years. How does that work? You spend $3 billion on a sports team and you get a tax break? What? You, that's definitely who needs it. Uh, like, I uh, think we should do this. I think, I mean, that's hey, exactly. <laughs> we're getting a tax break back. We should do this. We, I, we can't afford not to, is what I'm saying. Um. Forever Buck says they're going for more than that. I mean, I guess it, like when was the last time an NFL team was? So, I feel like they just don't go for. They're just not up for sale. The very Panthers. Often. Um, when oh yeah, but uh, yeah, that was yeah. Uh, Richardson had to uh, yeah. some and, hot water. And well, the thing here um, is the same people that sold the Panthers are doing the sale for the uh, Broncos. Uh, how much did the Panthers go for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um, Let's see how much the Panthers how went much for. Did Panthers sell for. Yeah, T Sal's on the right track. If we all fade trailer, we can get to four billion. No, we could all get that like tomorrow. The Panthers sold last year for two point two billion. Two point. Oh no, 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 no. Twenty eighteen. Sorry, twenty eighteen. Uh, but so, two point. Okay, two, so the the Bronco in four years, the Broncos are worth two billion dollars more than the. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I mean. Denver, Denver is it's it's a it's a it's a growing market, I'd say, right? I I mean, I guess I feel like it's like the NFL just makes so much money. Like if you just get in anywhere, yeah, but, true. But I don't know. I guess I just didn't. I mean, it makes sense. Um. Oh, the Chargers. Oh, look at what the Chargers. Uh oh. The Chargers. <laughs> R.P. Bozos. That's very uh, good. Tip of the yeah, hat. I'm with, <laughs> with T. Pearson. I need to see an itemized receipt, dude. Like, what for the Denver Broncos, bro? Like, you could tell me the Cowboy. Like, I don't, if the Cowboys went up for sale, you could probably get $7 billion. Like, so, so it says here. Um, According to Yahoo Sports, Kurt Badenhausen, I trust that. Badenhausen? I trust that name. Yeah. Uh, over 90% of sports teams' properties, including player contracts, media rights, and trademarks, can be considered intangible assets. Therefore, those costs uh, are subject to tax write-offs. So wow. player, player contracts is literally your biggest expense. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, media rights feels like I, your second biggest. Like, wow, the game is filthy. Yeah, so you buy the team, and then you just write it all off on your taxes and don't pay for it, really. You just get, they get, they okay. get it all back over the course of 15 years, it sounds like. Okay, I feel like this is like a... This is, that tidbit, that's basically fixing up a house where you sell it. Like, you can jack the price up. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like, yeah, listen, you were going to have to, we already redid the basement. We did new carpet. We put new fans, windows, and doors. Yeah. So, it, it's like, man, you're charging 100K more. It's like, yeah. But if you were going to do all that stuff. You would charge now more. You, yeah, yep. you know what I'm saying? It yep. would cost you more, and now you don't have to do it. 
And it's like, okay, I'll pay the whatever the four billion dollar buy the Denver Broncos. <laughs> it's um, just it's interesting <laughs> they do this with they're hiring a new coach, possibly trying to bring in. Maybe, yeah. Well, maybe the new money bring in Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. Ooh. Do we? Does that affect the number? Like, is it like, hey, get it for four? We know Aaron Rodgers is coming. Yeah, I mean that's the kind like, of deal. Yeah, you. It, there's so many things that surround the Broncos that like, what if this happens? Then this. Yeah. Happens. Interesting. Very okay, if interesting. You, if you were in the family, the Sex J family, and they're like, it's tied, five five. You're the deciding vote. Do we keep the Denver Broncos and the Jumanji family, or do we put them up for the highest bidder? What do you say? I'm keeping the football team. That's fucking awesome. Oh wow! I mean, you're 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 less than a one percent of the country. Like that's like a such a that's, yeah. Only thirty two people can say they own a football team, and you're one of them. So I I thought you I thought you would be sell them. I figured you would be. I thought you no, get them out of here. No way, because I know I know even <laughs> if that team on the field is zero and sixteen every year, I'm making fucking money from it. They're gonna make bang. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you're you're a fool to sell a sports franchise unless if you were caught doing something shisty that you shouldn't have been. Yeah, unless under duress. E- exactly, you are a fool. Outside, it's lit. It's literally printing money. Like, sports franchises, the value only goes up, and you make money the entire time. Yeah, get, get, search for a Broncos valuation. I want to see if we can get it like by the year. Yeah, yeah. I bet. I think Forbes has something like that. Uh, yeah, also said Bezos going to look good in the orange. Yeah, why wouldn't Jeff Bezos just buy that with like uh, his pocket change? Oh, here we go. The mm. franchise value from two thousand two. Here we go. Wow, look at this yeah, chart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. This is what I need. This is exactly <laughs> what I need. So okay. <laughs> Zoom in there as much as you can there. Uh, there we go. So this is the worth of the Broncos. Mm-hmm. In 2002, they were worth $604 million. And, th- and keep in mind, they bought the team in 1984. So this- Oh, they got that team for $112. Yeah, they bought the team for like a Radio Shack uh, gift card. They- yeah. Uh- <laughs> Six hundred four. So it was man. It was stagnant for a while. Yep. But when it boomed, it boomed. Yeah. Like you see, six hundred six eight. So it's basically six seven eight nine nine thousand thousand dipped a little bit. Twenty ten twenty eleven. You know they thought like, oh my god, the yeah, the <laughs> yep. sky is falling. Yep. That's probably when uh-huh. they started talking about selling right there. Yeah, sky is falling. Uh, jumped to fourteen fifty, and then it never looks back. Nineteen forty, twenty four hundred, twenty six hundred, twenty six fifty, three billion, thirty two, thirty seven billion. Yeah, three point seven billion, three point seven billion. And now it's gonna, uh, it's gonna sell for more than four billion. Yeah, it ha- like again, you, I mean, you put it like this, and like again, it's this is only going to go up. Yep. Like this is not like, oh my god, what if we buy it in some what if we stink? They won't yes, we will. You will still make money. Like, it doesn't matter. The, the value of the team went up <clears throat> during COVID years. Like like Yeah, the, that's the big yeah, I feel like that's the biggest 
And owners are trying to tell Good you that, point. oh, COVID really hit us. We can't afford to run the team anymore. Yeah, okay. Let's yeah. let's look at, yeah, okay. I don't believe uh, it. So that was the CBA. That was like, man, we need more of a, a bigger cut of the, the change, man. I, I, yeah, and that's probably TV deals also. That's when yep. TV deals just grew so much larger. Yep. Yep, and I think they're, if I'm not mistaken, they renegotiated. It's sometime in the 2020. Like I don't, it's not soon, but it's one of those like, but it'll be here before you know it. So you know, like they're talking about it now. Yeah, because it's like I remember hearing it's like the next wave of TV or the next wave of football. It's like it might be on Amazon Prime. It might be like whoever's the highest bidder. That's literally where the NFL is going to go. Please don't so, do Amazon Prime. I, hope, oh, I pray not. Oh. Um, they, I mean, they've they've already got the Thursday games, and it sucks so bad. Oh, I'm not a fan. Um, like the Golden State, oh, show. yeah, like yeah. a lot of these, but these, that is like again. Okay, if I saw that, that would be my lone thing because I would be like, I think we should keep the team. Like again, it prints money. Yeah, like you don't. It's one of those you don't need to do anything but it's like this is the family business right now the counterpoint would be if we sell this for four bit like we so we wouldn't have to do anything like yeah that is true you wouldn't have to ever work again but they already don't have to right they're already there i would say i'm like man i'd be open to sell i was like but you have we get to keep like a couple of suites or whatever like permanently like we still i still want the privilege of owning the team damn it uh, who, this, who is this? This is this is the Warriors. <laughs> Holy shit! I, it's what's funny is this is the same site, but the chart is the other. Yeah, I I don't know what happened there. I don't like this chicanery. <laughs> um, but from O three, oh man, the NFL or excuse me, the NBA. I was gonna say they're so broke, but it it makes the jump even more ridiculous. Yeah, like the growth they were is in the crazy. One, yeah, because the uh, NBA, or excuse me, the NFL, they started in the, what was it, like the five sixes, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like five, six, seven. We're in the ones. Mm-hmm. The ones, baby. Twos for the first five years. Threes, then four, five, seven, fifty. Cross a billy. 1.9, 2. 2.6, 3.1, 3.5. 3.5 to 4.3. 4.3 to 4.7 in pandemic year, or I guess a pandemic year, 2021 was on um, They should be paying Steph under the table. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's one of those, oh, man, does Steph deserve $50 million? Oh. They are making 4.7, or they're worth, I should say. Worth. I think. Uh, yeah, like uh, Mr. X and crying about the luxury. I don't ever hear anything. Right, like I, I, dude. Let's look at the let's look at the bucks. Let's look at the bucks because they're the yeah. ones that refuse to do. They're the ones that refuse to do the luxury tax. Yeah, like Demonte said, they went from four hundred fifty million to four point seven billion in ten years. Oh, I'll look at the bucks here. This hey. is the bus. Jeez. So about this, everybody started like around the same one, yeah. ones, twos, twos, then three, four, six, seven, one, one point three, one point five, one point six. Stalled out a little, but uh, oh. I got to like this championship revenue and st- the championship boost hasn't been counted yet, right? And, like, there's and, no way. And and they bought the team at the seven eighty five year, so they've only grown. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So if they bought it seven eighty five, it's 
doubled already. It's doubled in five years, and this again, you haven't even gotten the championship boost yet. Yeah, I, I, I saw that the owner's kid is running for office in my state, and um, I saw my first ad for him on TV, and he was like, I'm going to be tough on China. And I was like, dude, <laughs> your dad owns a basketball team. Like... <laughs> It's like the right. the number one sport over there, like is the NBA. Yeah, is this like, uh, is this really where you want to go, James Harden? <laughs> I don't think you uh, want to open this door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob says we have a twenty fourteen. That might have been when the new. Um, that might have been like the new when all the contracts jumped, like when Mike Conley and Bismack Biombo and everybody got paid. And now this is saying, ooh we. A new TV deal worth seventy five. Lord, imagine the jump we're gonna get. I mean, woo! Oh, they want the ad block off. I won't do it. I bet they do. I won't do it. I bet they do. Uh, Here we go. CNBC won't want ad block. There we go. Uh, Oh, they do, but I don't. Are you kidding me? Continue without support, and thank you, CNBC. (laughs) I'll never support. Um, um, oh yeah, dude, yeah. Anytime there's a CBA, I, dude, I, that might be my only thing. Can we do a new CBA every three? Every time it happens, <laughs> the money explodes. I mean, look at this. The current deal is twenty four billion. The next one's gonna be seventy five. <sighs> that uh, increased the figure to eight billion per year. In part, why? And this is again for respectfully, the NBA was getting its ass kicked by the NBA. It was by the NFL. By the uh, NFL. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Let me see. Scroll down. I want to see a little bit more of this. Let's see. Oh, the NFL's is worth a hundred million. Uh-huh. Oh, a hundred billion. Hundred yeah. billion. Sorry. Billion. Yeah, just, okay. So that's so the NBA is currently on twenty five. Yep. The NFL is currently on one hundred for scale. Yep. Uh, yep. So for the oh my god, do we okay? Can we see what the NFL's next one is going to be? Um, I don't know. I think they just signed that, so I don't think. Well, I mean, like the twenty four, twenty five. Because again, it's if the NBA's tripled, the NBA's went from twenty five billion to seventy five billion, and the NFL was at a hundred ready. Is the NFL? It'll. It's two hundred easy, right? Two hundred billion easy. I would, I would have to say, I mean, they, they, they won't even be talking about a new deal till twenty thirty three. So like, I, uh, there's like a, oh runs okay. That's my yeah. I read that. I thought it ran through twenty twenty four. No, um, no, 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 no. That's no. when it's okay. Yeah, that's so when it either starts. way. That's I mean that's kind of <laughs> a deal that hadn't started to steal <laughs> four times what your old one was and more I, current one is. I just like sheesh. It's hard to comprehend that <clears throat> ten years from now there's going to be like a five hundred billion dollar deal signed through. Yeah, and it's like, going to be there's going to be NFL games on like Netflix. Oh right. man, and and the and the owners will still be pleading poverty. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Oh my god, oh, we had to cut you. Um, that's the NBA one is interesting though, because tripling everything, right? Like, that, right. that would be. I my I don't ever want to hear the luxury tax again. Like it just shouldn't even. You just pay. Just get over. With. I don't even want to hear. It. Who cares? Don't even tell us. Don't even tell us regulars. Oh, here um, we go. We've we've got an average 
Oh, oh, they want they want money for this chart. This one must I be really do. important. I bet they do. A little payola. Uh, I'm with Demonte. Uh, since 2033, that's gonna be like a trillion dollars. Like not even kidding. It's gonna be worth like a trillion dollars okay, by here, then. Here we go. Here's um, the, the business of basketball. Forbes. Here we go. The Knicks. See, I've long. Yeah, click on the Knicks. If I would love to see the Knicks year. Does this have the year by year? Uh, um, historical, yeah. Oh, Ooh, okay. They're, oh, yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, this is perfect. This is perfect. perfect wait, perfect. why? Why do they have the chart face this way, where it makes it look like it's going down when it's actually going you see up? How they, you, you see, it's a mental thing. Oh my you see god, that's it's crazy. a mental thing. And they trick you. It's like, oh, if you just showed that, you'd be like, nah. They flipped it. Yeah, that's so. That's crazy. Wow. So their yeah, their value is actually so the Knicks are at five point eight right now. I have long said I think Mackenzie Bezos should just buy the Knicks. You think the 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 female Bezos? Mackenzie Scott, I should say. Yeah, Mackenzie Scott. With, yeah. With with her. For, like she's doing a lot of like good, so I can't imagine she wants to help Knicks fans. She's doing like real good stuff. Yeah, that's, I say, yeah. buy like just it's a drop in the butt. If you just buy the Knicks and run them competently, you'll be cool. And the only thing Jeff Bezos that's literally it. He'll, he'll never have it. He'll never be cool. And if she just does, she's like, oh yeah, no, I still do. I, man, I didn't even know the Knicks won a championship. I was over uh, playing some houses in uh, Uruguay. And, but I want, like, if you were, James Dolan is, he, because he owns MSG, too. That's where the money is, because the concerts. Yeah, yeah. Owning the venue that you play in, that's yeah. always, that's clever, you know? It's, you know? Um, <laughs> but if you were James Dolan, how much money would it take for you to just, like, if if I'm, I'm on behalf, you're James Dolan. Okay. I'm on behalf of uh, Mackenzie Scott. I want the Knicks, and I want MSG. I want I want the whole shebang. Well, How much are we talking? Well, one, I'm James Dolan. I refuse to sell to a woman on the basis I don't think a woman can run a business as well as a man. But if I can look past that, um, I'm gonna Please. ask double. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm here representing yeah, yeah, her. Yeah, I know, yep, you're her I representative. Know how you, yep. I know how you feel yep. about uh, yep. their kind. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm gonna ask for. Oof, I, I, you want both of them? I'm gonna say I need. I need both. At least, I mean, 10, 10 billion, at least. I would say. Right? Maybe eight? Maybe... Ten. I, I would say take take what the team's worth and double it. Uh, yeah, can we look at... How, how much is MSG worth? Oh, yeah. Or I, how much they make or something? Like, yeah, I, I, how much... How much... Let's search how much to buy Madison Square Garden. Yeah, but like, say I just... You know, if it was just on Zillow. <laughs> um, Here we go. Um, its total construction cost one billion. Um, okay, nah, but that ain't what it's worth. Here we That's go. That's what it costs. That ain't what it's worth. An asset play. Continue reading. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, McLean says he he owns the Rangers too. So. Here we go. Valuation. That's what I need. Let's see that. Um, its latest share price. Um, okay. Its book value. What is what is this guy talking about? What does any of this mean? Um, 
We okay. It says two point seven billion. Uh, yeah, one point eight billion. It says if we assume the venue is worth one point eight billion. Okay. Billion. Okay. Okay, and the MSB. Okay, so that's two billion, right? So the team team is team is six. MSG is two. That's eight, and then I feel like another two for like the like because like listen, we don't have to sell, right? Like we could just keep yeah money yeah in perpetuity. Uh, huh. I ten actually might be low. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I, dude, I think I think the property alone. If you just bought Madison Square Garden and said "fuck the Knicks," I'm raising yeah, I'm, this. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's, uh, listen, you keep them losers. Uh, Dude. I just you let me do the Billy Joel, the Elton John concerts. Uh bro, I I would buy Madison Square Garden and I would knock it down and build apartments just to see what happened. <laughs> like that would just like, you're lighting billions of dollars. You're like, I don't care. I mean, if you have the I money to do it, you don't care what happens there. That's like that's like an old school movie villain shit. Like I'm knocking down the neighborhood for a prison. Like yeah, but you just do the absolute opposite. I'm knocking down MSG to build affordable housing <laughs> for military veterans. Yep. And people are like, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let them live on the street. The Knicks play the Celtics tonight. Where um, will we yell Bing Bong if <laughs> MSG is gone? Boo this proposition. Um, oh yeah, the, yeah. She yeah. could Mackenzie could buy it and keep it MSG. Says Tyler Trout. Call it the Mackenzie mm. Sky Garden. There we go. Ooh, we already got the there new name. There we go. Um, man, oh man. He also owned. The, I did see that. Uh, good point. I'm glad you said that, Noah. Dolan sold the Western Forum to Steve Ballmer. Steve Ballmer bought it for a hundred million in cash. Wow. And another Steve, like Steve Ballmer is the richest owner in the NBA. I mean, he may be the richest owner in all of sports. Um, like micro, like yeah. Apple. Was it Apple or Microsoft? No, he was Apple, right? Um, I'm not sure. Let's he, see. Steve. Ninety-eight billion dollars is yeah. His Steve, like I think he, he's he's legit. Like on the all-time riches and he happens to own it he's doing the shit right yeah that's he's got fuck you money it was it was microsoft it was microsoft microsoft okay i was like i knew it was one of those um but yeah 98 so again you'll respectfully i don't think you'll ever hear steve Ballmer talk about a luxury tax no and there was a story that when uh <laughs> when donald sterling sold the team they like made the off and because it was, I don't know if it was tech, like short sale or whatever, but it was like extenuating circumstances. Like Sterling had to be out. Yeah. X, Y, Z. Yep. Um, and so it was like, okay, let's do it for 2 billion. And apparently while they were in person, Donald Sterling asked Bomber, he's like, you really have like just $2 billion right now. And Bomber's like, yeah, like we're about <laughs> to send it. Like we're like, we're about to. <laughs> I'm about to shoot you that twenty, like for lunch, man. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> you're about you check your phone. You just got the Venmo receipt. Um, yeah, no, you just you should get an email. Um, if you if you want it now, they'll take ten percent of the two billion dollars. So I'd wait one to three days. <laughs> if unless you if you need it now, then, I mean if you if you fucked up, then you you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, he bought he bought the forum, and they're gonna tear it down and build the Clipper Stadium. Hell yeah, I'm all for it. I'm, yeah, because I mean, one, 
because he's like bought the ground literally he's gonna own it that's the whole plan so it's yeah. going to be for it's gonna like I don't, he should just be trying to build la's msg right absolutely like, yeah like the crypto whatever but if you can just make it state-of-the-art everything for la and then own it like yeah that's where the money cut is. cut his own t- yeah cut his own ticket and you know he like, it's like someone said in the chat he's he's um he's a do he's a super fan so like yeah. it's gonna be he's gonna be throwing events that he wants to personally go to <laughs> right i'm throwing Kawhi leonard's birthday party <laughs> Kawhi leonard's not even going uh give me a i don't know his name what's the jazz owners um yeah. give me his name and i just say that because i know he's one he's like the super fan type ryan smith ryan smith what's it what's his name because he's he's racked up to businessman Ooh, he's um let's see his net worth is two billion dollars okay he bought in for how much um, oh he's a, let's see he purchased a majority stake because he's apparent like a super like i think he was like born and raised he's like the super fan too he bought a majority uh, stake for 1.66 uh billion damn okay so he's a majority one point i mean that's yeah he's the guy uh so uh, yeah so he's apparently that like apparently after he bought is right when they paid like donovan and go bears when it was like hey like spend money i don't care yeah um, so apparently he's the U- utah bomber <laughs> dude um yeah, i bet you he's a wild boy i mean i know i know bomber is i know he is bomber's the wildest he's boy. very uh, wild do you think you would be like super fan like this or do you think like everybody would say this and we'd all just turn no, I would be a super fan. I think I. I mean, be Mark Cuban. Yeah, Miss Me, Mister Sports don't really matter. But if I had billions on the line, right. I, I would be courtside with a gun in case things went badly. <laughs> you just tap the ref on the shoulder. Yeah, uh, Bernie. I would be like Jerry Jones. I'd be I'd be in the booth at all times, like a specter, just haunting it, and then I'd come down at the end of the game. <laughs> I think. <laughs> They should just lower Jerry Jones down by the zip line. <laughs> he's just on the sideline, just like this. He's just on the sideline for the fourth quarter, uh, looking over. But he's also like on a plat. Everybody, you have to be able to see him and know that he's there. Yeah, they should have. They should give him like um, you know, like a lifeguard at the pool has like a, a raised platform. <laughs> he should. Yeah. He should have one, but like it's it's just a tower built in in the middle like of the, Jerry World. Like the Boogmobile. Yeah, um, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, Rosebud said Bomber. Said, yeah, listen, Bomber's got it all figured out. And also, like, when you see him next to other... He's just a titan human. Just a colossal human being. Like, he give people them hugs, and they are terrified. They're scared for that. Um, yeah, there's nothing scarier than a, a, a rich man that's um, got some height to him. Right. There's a guy, like, I mean, some girth, too. He's a, he's a big guy. I mean, this is him next to Doc Rivers. He's, yeah, Doc he's, Rivers, who played a decade in the NBA. He's posting uh, up on him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's just like, this is sick. This is Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is like, you're my boss. <laughs> you pay, you paid my check. And Steve Ballmer was like, this is radical, bro. Yeah, this would be me right here. Yeah, I'd be screaming <laughs> in the faces of fans. Yep. I feel like we all say that now, and then they would be like, uh, "Mr. Jumanji, here's the luxury tax bill for 172 million dollars." Uh, you'd be like, "What? I'm paying that." 
We need to move, trade trade somebody. We need to move somebody for a second round pick this instant. Yeah, some somebody's got. I'm on Sarver time. We need to like, restructure. Somebody, <laughs> but yeah, no. Somebody I, got somebody got to go today. I'd be going nuts. Like if if my team made like a clutch <laughs> shot to win it, I'd turn to like a kid next to me and be like, "I own this team. Fuck you. Fuck yeah, you." Yeah, this is me. I'd run out on the court. I pay I'd them. Wanna, <laughs> I'd go out to the rep. I was like, if I give you a hundred thousand dollars right now, can I inbound the ball? <laughs> oh. uh, just, just openly bribing everyone. Dude, who's gonna say no to that though? If an owner yeah. asks to inbound the ball, they would make it a spectacle out of it. Yeah, like if I just, I'll just, I'll have a hundred thousand in your account before you get back to your hotel tonight. And you just see bump like bombers out there, like <laughs> pump faking. Like uh, he, he gets it into Kawhi Leonard, that, and then he just goes and sits down. I think I think we should we should investigate this later. We should let we should let yeah, the put a pin in this. Put the pin in this. Let the owners take the court if they want to. I want mm. to see this. Yeah, put a pin in this one. Uh, to close out, Tyrese Maxey. Yes. I mean, the Philadelphia, the 76ers as a whole. Um, no Embiid. Yep, no Embiid. And many are saying Tyrese Maxey just flat out outplayed John Morant. I'm saying I it. I didn't. I was going to say, I didn't say that. I'm not afraid I, to say it. What uh, do we have? We have the box score there. Yep. Um, let's see. And Morant had a good game in his own right. 37 points. 15 of 30. Uh, ice cold from three. But 7 of 10. Five boards, five assists. A fine game. Nine turnovers, though. Ja Westbrook. Minus seven for the game. Everyone else starting was positive. Oof. So he literally burned the money. Trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Tyrese Maxey, 43 minutes, 13-23. He hit a three. Ja didn't. Nope. Six of seven, eight assists because he's a point guard. Three turnovers, not nine. And a plus five in a game they won by three. Like In overtime. Why? I guess I say all that to say why isn't. Philadelphia 76er Tyrese Maxey starting for the West in the All-Star game. That's really my question. He's, no Corkmaz either. No Corkmaz. He's really good. Big fan. I'm a I'm a huge fan. I'm normally a Sixers hater, but I have to I have to respect <laughs> game and he's I mean the, the fact that they aren't rushing to the window to trade Ben Simmons to put someone next to Maxey and Embiid Maury is, he's going to fuck this up. He's going to waste this. He's going to waste it. Um, like, I keep hearing, it's like, the Sixers fans, that are, they want, like, Max to be either, like, a backup. And it's like, I get it. Like, you want some more insurance. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I really do think, and maybe it's not, I think he can, like, that kind of leap Jamal Murray took where, like, regular season playoffs, and it was like, holy shit, Jamal Murray's just killing people. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because, again, Max is doing this quicker than... Jamal Murray started. Jamal Murray wasn't this efficient his first, his second year in the league. Uh huh. You know what I mean? So he's got four he blocks leading. too. Yeah, four blocks for your point guard, your six-two point guard, and no fouls because he's not a hacker. Mm-hmm. Not a hacker uh, like that Curry. Uh, I and four I, of them. I think like the most important thing about him is like he's good when Embiid plays, but he takes the back seat. 
And then when right. when Embiid is out, he steps the fuck up. Like yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Give me a click on Max if you can. I want to see a split. Yeah. I feel like it's a yeah. I feel like he, he like they keep asking him to do like a little bit more, a little bit. More. He keep on see yeah by. Um, there we go. His minutes yeah. go up every month. It looks like minutes go up, so he's getting a little bit more work every month. Uh, three balls been pretty, pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. Also, the thing he doesn't turn like he doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah, no. One point two, one point three, doesn't turn the ball over. I will. I I think I think he's been like fine defensively. I just I wonder about him in the playoff. He's just not very not very big. Doesn't have a lot of experience. True. Yes, yeah, six two two hundred. It's just I just think of Drew Holiday. Uh, I just can't help think what he did to Trey Young last year. It was it just it uh it was bad. But yeah, I don't know. He might be at a point. I think he's. I don't. He's not anybody's. I would try to upgrade. Like if I'm trading Ben Simmons, I want somebody like, like who? Yeah, who? I know we talk about it every day, but I feel like we talk about it for like the Ben Simmons side of it. Yeah, from the Philly side of it. Mm-hmm. Who's the like? What they want somebody who can, of course, defend, of course, shoot. But I think you'd you want someone like a Buddy Heel type guy, right? Like a that's a, the I was like the Kings really made a lot of. Yeah, that Kings trade um, made the most sense. Like Halliburton, you if you like, I yeah. mean, I, I don't know. I I just I I like Maxi. I think he's like you said. You don't know how he is defensively. I think he's above average defensively. Like, no, I think he's. I just think yeah. like again in the playoffs when it it's gonna be just like James Harden and Kyrie, like two bigger guys. True, true. Um, Drew Holiday. That's what I. And again, like his first real play last year, they got killed yeah um, yeah and he wasn't even really playing that much uh maybe they would have won if he was interesting but yeah i think like he's gonna have some of those like really big nights because again like by the month they keep giving him like feels like like a little bit more and yeah points go up like you said he cooks when Embiid's there but knows his role and when Embiid's out he's willing to i feel like in a different way but it's like what you wanted to see from ben simmons somebody be like yeah no i got it tonight exactly like that he steps up when Embiid's not there or Embiid is I mean Embiid's never off but if he was to be off you trust Maxi to take over like and exactly as I mean he's a rookie right so he knows the second second year year, second year second year but um I mean Um, he's a rookie to me because this first year I've watched him but um (laughs) but um, this is true but I mean I I mean I think if I'm the Sixers, I'm trying to build like him and Bede and a third. Like that that's how I mean he plays really well. Like Yeah, like that's the um let's see uh yeah, like Rob said, think this game wasn't an anomaly. Go look at what he did early in the season when B was out with COVID. Like it was similar. He was playing like forty plus minutes mm-hmm. and like getting buckets. I think he averages twenty six point three points with him beat out and eighteen with him in. So that's like Ooh, that's, that's like yeah. eight points up with him beat out. So, yeah, that I mean I feel like that's perfect. That's exactly what you Yeah. And yeah, so the King that's why I think the Kings deal really because Halliburton's kinda like that other ball handler. He's a little frail too, but he is bigger than Seth Curry, like longer arms and all that. Mm-hmm. Harrison Barnes helps you, especially if you swap him and um Tobias, and yeah, Buddy Hield, have him coming off that. He's bigger too, so 
I just feel like that that I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like when you got a guy that's only getting better, what are you waiting for? Like when you got a guy yeah. that's not even playing, like I like Grum said, Maxi getting better, it only makes him more stubborn. And I think it's like the better, like the longer Embiid does this, the, it's like, yeah, no, we're first without him. We don't need to make him. And meanwhile, it's like we're dying on it. Like it's 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 cool. Like they're about to get the All Star break, but Joel Embiid has, I mean, championship expectations, right? That's four rounds. So we're like from here to four rounds away. When was it middle of June? We're a long way away, and I, I hope it. I hope he keeps it up, but we'll see. Yeah, Grum wants to buy us off of his team. I feel like feels pretty standard. Um, Rosebud said, "This is why I'm fine with holding on to Ben for the best possible return because the ceiling is still plenty high, but so is the floor with Maxi making a leap. See, that, I don't even with Maxi making this leap, I don't think Philly can win a ch- with nothing from the Ben Simmons spot. So I don't yeah. think the ceiling is that." high i think the ceiling is conference finals um yeah i just like i don't know their their ceiling is it's they're self-capping their own ceiling it's very weird yeah they're <laughs> i don't know maury just like they have I don't know, they, they have a guy on the team who actively is not playing games has seemingly has trade value and they're oh, he has trade value they're waiting like what i don't know i, I I guess the thing I don't understand is what what offer. I mean, I guess draft night's kind of different. I was, mm-hmm. I was like, what what does he think he's gonna get that he can't get now? And I think I guess it's more of like if you think you're getting James, or if you know you're getting James, or or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Dan says, what trade takes you to championship level? That's where it's at a point. It's like, hey man, they're close with that. If you just get, like, if you just dropped. Halliburton healed Barnes on this team. It's like just reinforcement. You're better, t- like you know what I mean. That how does that not booster you with the Bulls battling injuries, the Nets are battling injuries, the Heat. Jimmy Butler didn't play last night. True. Like this is a time where like people are still neglect because nobody can break away. Mm-hmm. What if you could break away? Right, like you're already more than holding water or keeping your head above water. Yeah, it just it doesn't it, it doesn't make sense unless if you know for certain you're getting hard in next year. And yeah, you, that's. But it's like I don't know. It's no sure thing that it works out. You know, like it's again. There's just like I mentioned. There's so much time in between. Like we legit have February, March, April of the regular season. Yep. May and then June is really when the like. If Durant comes back, Kyrie's there. If the Nets just roll through the finals, yep. We think James Harden's still going to be like, "Nah, I got to get out of here." Yeah, no, he's not going to be like, "No, I got to leave." Um, Kyrie, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Durant, like he's not going to. Yeah. Do that. Or on the flip side, what if if something just goes horribly wrong in Philly? Is he going to be like, "Yeah, sign me up for some"? Like I don't. Again, because the seating's so close, it's it's wild. But it's like, say Philly goes out in the first round, it's like this is a disaster. Right. Like, say Embiid cooks, but it's just not enough. You're like, this is a disaster. And Harden's like, yeah, I'm 34. I want to go fix that. I, I uh, Part of me thinks they're hoping it falls apart because they want to fire Doc Rivers. I don't know. Ooh. I think they want to scapegoat Doc Rivers if it if they fail. Uh, I mean, the he playoffs. will definitely. Well, the thing is, Ben is their scapegoat. 
But they won't trade him. Like that's. The... I mean, but they hey, there's plenty. They could be more than one scapegoat, you know. Oh, for sure. But I feel like the thing, like you trade Ben's a scapegoat now. You get something for him. If that doesn't work, then it shifts to Doc. If that doesn't work, it shifts to. I mean, at a certain point, it shifts to like more everybody but Embiid. Basically, he's the yeah, one. That's yeah. Kind of like, but well, hey. You don't know that. Maybe, maybe someday the the fans will be like, if he wasn't so injury prone, we would have won. <laughs> also, now nah, they're in the listen. They are in the thick of it now. Yeah, they are. Um, I mean, they're in the tail end of the process, trying to get James Harden over the summer. Like that's not yeah. good. Like I see Harden said, I think Harden still has loyalty uh, to hand him the keys in Houston, catering. To- Harden knows more. He will do everything he wants. Is that a good thing? Yeah, well, he was willing to do that for a guy that was top three in the MVP every single year. This James Harden is going to be like the number three guard in the East on the All-Star. Like, he's coming off the bench in the All-Star game, right? So there's a... Like, they're both All-Star caliber players, but the guy that's finishing top three, yeah, you bend over, you do whatever you want. The guy that's like an all... When he's comfortably the second... If not third, second or third best player on his team, you you bend over a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I they're putting a lot of eggs in a basket that might not exist. You know? <laughs> That's, yeah, Doc fell in the playoffs. That feels like like a lot. Let me. I'd love to put something on that right. Like Rose, I think Embiid's good. He's the one. He'll never get the, especially with the way the Simmons thing is played out. Mm-hmm. He's the one. He's. I love Philly. Like Simmons posts himself uh, like working out in Australia and Embiid just posts himself eating like the biggest Philly cheesesteak ever <laughs> like with a Philly's jersey on and they're like that guy gets us yeah uh, yeah yeah. Joe says he died for Joe I'm telling you they love that he, he will they'll never turn the finger on okay uh, I, I, I'll remember this moment I will we will we will <laughs> revisit it someday I have a feeling we will here's here's what I want and then we'll make some picks here's what I wonder is it always going to be mutual because to this, like, Joel Embiid is still, they've still never been at the second round with him. He's playing MVP caliber ball. He's going to want to get out of the second, like. Yeah. So at a certain, like, he he's the, he is the, what Harden had in Houston, Embiid has now. Like, just in terms of that, like, I'm, if this is my, it's all built around me. Yeah. Um, and right, yeah, like Dan said, Embiid can do no wrong. And I'm telling, Embiid could Shoot somebody outside City Hall, man. They'd be like, wish Ben Simmons took a shot like that. Like, they would just not point the finger at Embiid. But, again, so much can, again, if they have a wild flame out in the playoffs, say they go out uh, three or four straight. Yeah, give me the standings right now. Let's see who they would have. Joel Embiid is a Packer fan. I Probably. Just, I just saw that on his Twitter page. That's That make you like him more or less. Um, I mean, maybe that's where the stink comes from. I mean, Ooh. his team loses in that point all the time. <laughs> now, I mean, geez. Interesting. Uh, okay, so as of right now, three, they would be looking at the Nets first round, baby. That's not the matchup so, you want. Well, yeah, I mean, if, if, if the Nets just absolutely roll, if a healthy Nets team just rolls the six, and they, they probably won't be three and six by the end, to be fair, but mm-hmm. if they just roll them, James Harden's gonna be like, "Yeah, I want to go there." <laughs> yeah, I want. I want yeah, uh, yeah, I want to go over there. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't see that happening. I feel like this is gonna backfire. 
Yeah, I mean, and if the but the Nets have to win the like if the Nets don't win the championship, I can see them leave. If they win the championship, I just I don't know. It just feels weird. It feels weird to not at least run it back, like at least one more year, even if you're leaving long term. Yeah. You're not gonna. I don't. But Kawhi did. So I, once <laughs> once Kawhi won a championship, it was literally like deuces. Yeah, there are no rules. Uh, yeah, there's um, no rules. Guys will just do what what feels right the day they got called. You know. I get it. Um, while we got the standings here, uh, Hawks finally, finally lost last night. <laughs> um, no Trey Young. No Trey Young to be fair, but. Since they uh since they traded Reddish and I guess since Kevin Knox has been active and he was the one traded for him. Uh Hawks are seven and three, man. Cam Reddish is the problem. On the flip side, he's not even he's played three games for the Knicks. He's played 20 minutes total. Like he played five minutes, but he's only getting blowout time. And they asked Tibbs, and Tibbs was like, well, we added somebody to the team without removing anybody from the rotation. Oof. So, yeah, so Tibbs was basically like, he's not, you thought he was just going to 30 minutes? Got to earn the PT with Tibbs. You, that sucks. You, yeah, I need to see some floor burns on knees and ankles. Mm-hmm. Um, so camera is just getting garbage time. And again, the point, the way it was made out, was like he wanted out of Atlanta because he wanted a bigger role. Yeah, yeah. And now he's just not play like I don't know. That just doesn't for I'll, it's one thing if he goes to the bench and it's like, hey, the Knicks are in first place. We can't mess with it, man. Yeah, but they're basement. the Knicks stink. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're the Knicks eleven seed. He's like, are you? I can't get time over uh, Alec Burks. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like they've got a bunch of guys that all stink, and I I can't. I can't get on the court over him. I, I, why, I think they. <laughs> why even trade think, for him? I don't know. Yeah, well, I think they want to trade like Burks, Fournier, and Kimba, but then you have to find somebody that wants. Yeah. Burks, Fournier, and Kimba. Um, yikes. Uh, yeah, not a good look. Let's, yeah, let's make a little pick or two, shall we? Yeah. I think we've. Uh, I don't know what kind of slate we've got last night. I was at any because Sabonis. I had Sabonis over. He didn't play. Yeah. Evan Mobley, Christ! I said I had the over twenty five and a half points and rebounds. He had nine combined, so that was great. Um, I I don't know what happened in the games last night. It was just weird football. I mean basketball. It was yeah. I'm I will. I'm looking at those super props too. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We got those. Like up. I'm not ready yeah. to talk it yet, but. I don't know. It's just Ooh. one of those. If you see, if you see anything, we may we may take a quick look at them tomorrow. Just to if anything pops out, yeah, early, yeah, we can lock up. Um, but what is our action tonight? We got Washington going to your Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks um, need a bounce back. I say this: this is the team to get it because Washington is a mess. Yes, Washington uh, is. Uh, I saw <laughs> Kevin O'Connor uh, for the Ringer reported that. <laughs> It was just a while. It was like Washington wants to get rid of him, and, and none of his teammates want him there. <laughs> Wait for who? Spencer Dinwiddie. Oh my god! Yeah, but there was also there was a press conference where they asked him the other day, and he was like, "I tried to take more of a leadership role when I first got here, 
it wasn't received. Oh, so I just kind of no. feel bad. So I don't know what he said, but they want some Spencer Dinwiddie at. I mean, he's also not playing well. Like, yeah, no. Oh my God, dude. Imagine Spencer Dinwiddie shows up and he's like, all right, I'm the alpha here. And everyone's like, yeah. what? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, all right. This is my team, guys. <laughs> um, That's. Okay. Yikes. For that, I would they're playing at Milwaukee and Spencer Dinwiddie has 25, 20, excuse me, 24 and a half points and assists. I'm going, he just hasn't even been close to that and he's getting time. Um, I don't know what I'm missing there. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the Bucks are really bad at the three, but does Dinwiddie shoot the three? I don't think so. No, he's legit shoot like one percent. Now, is Drew playing? Um, yeah, Drew's playing. Yeah, so Drew's playing. Yeah, maybe, though maybe he's on Beal, but st- I'm going under for 24 and a half. He's just not really playing that well right now. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take his points under. Okay, In I case. was gonna say whatever. Even if you fade it, the over man. That's you yeah. think he's going 18 yeah, points? Yeah, there's Give no way. There's no way I'm doing that. Yeah, um, we got Giannis here. Um, Giannis burned me. He, he hurt your bad. Yeah, he he needed forty eight PRAs. He only got forty, and they sat him for the whole fourth. Uh, mm, I feel like that might be the case here. Yeah, me too. Um, I feel like that might, and for that, he hasn't really like two, five, and three. Assi- I'm going under five and a half, uh, five and a half assists. Okay. Like he, like they don't have nobody to stop him, so he'll score more, and then he probably just won't play. Okay. A lot of that. And I'm locking those two in. I'm, I'm none of these four or ten timers. Not for the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm um, I'm gonna take. What are you looking at? Oh, should I do the over? Are you for going these? the over? Okay. Oh, I, I mean, you think you think Giannis, uh, Magic, Antetokounmpo is out there? Uh, yeah, uh, I was no. gonna say spreading it around, but I can't say Magic. I don't think I don't so. Know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like any of that. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take Drew's pra over. Okay. Over 29. Okay, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't you think Dinwiddie doesn't lock him down. Yeah, no. Dinwiddie won't lock him down. No way. This Okay, next we got Toronto and Miami. Your boy, Freddie, Freddie Double V. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like betting against Miami. Uh, yeah, I feel like they... Uh, I feel like I don't like going with Miami. No, no. There's, no. there's no Miami Lions here, so there's that. I couldn't if I wanted to. Um, Gary Trent's been on fire, thirty points uh, all his last game. Uh, ooh, okay, so he's at eighteen and a half. You gonna take? I was gonna take the over, but if you want it, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I want. It. I was just pointing that out for you. If I'm you, taking that over. You could take that over. I'm gonna take it. All right, I'm gonna take the under there. He's going. <laughs> he's, 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 Ice cold. Yep, he's gonna go cold tonight. He's gonna go cold tonight. I, ice cold. I Somebody sent me yesterday their Steph picks. I was like, "You're going over for Steph? He's ice cold." Of course, he scored forty points last night. Give me a break. Yep, I'm gonna go with the under um, here. Okay, I want something. Okay, yeah, I don't want Orlando at Chicago. Ooh, Wendell Carter revenge game. Oh, yep. I mean Vucevic too. I don't know if Vuce is like Vuce is like I got traded to a playoff team. This is a, <laughs> like okay, I'm going twenty six and a half PRA for Wendell. Give me the over, please. I'm gonna take his rebounds over. Okay, not your boy Mo Bamba. You don't want nothing for that. Uh, actually, I'm gonna take Mo Bamba's Mo, points plus uh, rebounds. Yeah, get the yeah, for uh, most of Bamba. Yeah, let's take Mo Bamba. Let's see, and then. I- I feel like I can never always go with the wrong one of Levine or DeRozan. 
Like whoever I picked to hit the over in points is like, nope, it was the other one. <laughs> True, absolutely. Yeah, so I, so I'm, I'm staying off that. Uh, yeah, I'm just putting Trent and Wendell in one. No, boy, I almost lot lost a lot more than I. <laughs> I'm going with hit the, the button twice there. I'm going with the four man here. I'm going with the four man. Then we okay. Drew Trent Bamba. Locking the yeah. I'm, I was looking. Do I want something for the last game? Minnesota at. Okay, we got Minnesota, Denver, Phoenix. Okay, man, let's. I'll get one more game. Let's go, man. Y'all gonna twist my arm? You got. You um, gotta. Sometimes you gotta. I got to. Uh, Big Cat's been playing some good ball lately. Twenty four and a half. Even though Denver is better defensive than you would think, but true. Yoga got a lot on his plate, man. Um, I think he, I think Cat can get twenty five. There's some times where I watch Jokic and I'm like, man, that that boy looks tired. He is exhausted. He they, he does so much. <laughs> he does so much for them. Like he will play an entire 12 minute quarter and not play for eight minutes, and then you're like, well, yeah, he he just played a whole quarter of ball. Yeah, now he is whooped. Um, <laughs> let's see, Phoenix, Brooklyn. So home, Brooklyn. No Kyrie. Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's in, uh, so no Kyrie, no KD, no Nets on the line. Interesting. Book's been playing pretty well, but they got 30 and a half points, a lot of points. He's been on fire. He has. Okay, I will. Been finishing under that number, though. I know. I'm gonna, this is a challenge. I'm taking the under, Devin. This is a challenge. Ooh, okay. A challenge. I'm calling you out. A direct uh, call out. I'm I'm going over. Yeah. I'm going over. Yeah, this is. I'm putting the cats uh, tab in. Over on big cat. Under on book. Let's lock that in. That'll do. Which uh, which one you uh, you fading? Um, I think. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Uh, what should I do? What does Chad think? Should I fade Carl Anthony Towns? Yeah, what uh, what are we thinking, Chad? I don't hate the point. thirty three. Like he usually gets double digit boy. Yeah, I mean, Jokic does too. But I feel like they'll both. Uh, I feel like it's ten or twelve. Yeah, for both of them. The game is in uh, Phoenix. Is it? It says Phoenix versus it? Brooklyn and Phoenix. Yeah, that's all. Because the early the one up top said Chicago at somewhere. So yeah, yeah. So Kyrie is playing. Yeah. It. Well. I've already locked in my game of skill. I mean, uh, I, I mean, yeah, you've already locked it in. True. What's done is done. What's you, done uh, is so done. You going, you going over? Yeah, I'm gonna go over, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna tackle it later. Chat's gonna have to pay attention and find my scrolls later. There you, yeah, you gotta do some more yeah, research. Yeah, I gotta do a little research. I'm gonna consult my trends, but I'll have some. I'll, I'll tweet out some good plays for chat. I'll do it. For there you. we go. There we go. So that'll do it for today. Big show tomorrow. We are going to we're going to try to have hopefully our first two guests. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully that will go well. We hope to see you there 21 hours from now. Uh, again, if you have not yet, please give us that thumbs up and subscribe so you can join us in the chat. Uh, turn on notifications. I've learned if you wanted to you know, give you the heads up when we go live, but a thumbs up and a subscribe would be great. And maybe we talk more NFL rookies tomorrow. I don't know. I feel like they're kind of uh, going. Maybe not. We'll find out. So catch us here 21 hours from now. Yep. Peace out, everybody.